Hey guys, before we get started, I just want to warn you that this is a dark episode and me and Sonia get, we get very off topic. So, uh, be warned that we talk about sexual assault, child abuse, suicide, all the dark, dark, dark shit. And so if you're in a fragile place or any of those topics might, you know, be a little hard to listen to, go ahead and skip this one and I will catch you on the next one later. Hey guys, Princess here, and welcome to another episode of Buy Pumpkin. Um, bitch, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm very tired. Uh, physical therapy is kicking my ass. Um, I've talked a bit about the physical therapy that I've had. I've just started on um, the Princess Diaries episode. You know what? Let's start. Let's start there. Uh, for those of you uh, not caught up, I will tell you this that I started a new tier on Patreon. It's the Princess Diaries episode. I mean, Princess Diaries tier. And that's where I'm doing Princess Diaries. And I'm doing it there because I want to create a little bit of separation when I'm telling these very personal stories. I mean, I'm a storyteller anyway. That's what I do. So, but when I'm just doing an episode where I'm just telling stories about my personal life, I want to create a little separation. So I moved it to a different tier and made it 10 bucks a month. And I made it about 20, like 25 spots in it. Guys, I did not know so many of you wanted to listen to Princess Diaries. I've gotten lots of messages and comments about um, the fact that there aren't enough spaces for everyone. And there there won't be. But by the time you listen to this, there will be 50 spaces. Okay? 25 are already taken. I'm not doing any more than 50. So go get your spot. And if by the time you get there, they're, it's, they're all sold out. Remember that as people drop out of the tier, there will be spots open. Keep that in mind. Go with God. Okay. Um, speaking of uh, the Patreon, you know, every month I give a little bit of your money away because, you know, there are people out here doing good things and let's give them, let's give them some funds to help do that. But this month, um, maybe if you follow me on Twitter, I did talk about this on Princess Diaries in the Patreon episode, but I do need to talk about it on this main feed episode that you're listening to right now is that, um, my husband works with someone who uh, he realized was living in their car and the company and then the car broke down. It's been kind of freezing here in um, Austin. I mean, for Austin, you know, but um, um, he brought him home to sleep one night so that and then the next morning, the company fixed his car and got him a hotel. And I gave him the Patreon money, all of it, because I could and I wanted to. And I know what it's like to wish you had a car to sleep in. I know exactly what that's like. And it's tough um, living in a hotel and trying to work your way into like an apartment of something. It's, it's tough. So I wanted him to have it. So I gave it to him. Is there a receipt? No. Is there a video? That's gross. You just have to trust me on this one. That's where I sent the money. Um, and it felt good. It was nice. Uh <laughs> If you listen to my mom, I should have kept my money. But here's the thing. I live a really nice life, guys. I don't know if you know this, but I have an entire room just for laundry. That's that's big shit for me, okay? That's big shit. When I lived in Queens, I used to have to put all my laundry in a basket, carry it all the way to the laundromat, do the laundry, hope nobody shopped the place, and then carry it all the way back. It was three blocks past, past a fried chicken joint that was... 24 hours and it had really good fried chicken, but it also had a bulletproof glass. So like 
balance. And so like, but now I have my own room that I just do laundry in. Like I can go to Chipotle right now and get whatever I want. Whatever I fucking want on the menu. It hasn't always been that way. I have a car that I feel like a goddamn goddess in and doesn't break down on me. Not going away. And I have enough food in here to last. Guys, I'm doing really well. Especially, like, and for some of you, you're like, Princess, that is bottom tier shit. Maybe, but for all, for, for me, I've, there are times where I didn't have um, a fucking refrigerator full of fucking food. Okay. So I'm doing pretty well. So let them have it. And I just want to thank you guys for supporting me. Those of you who, who um, subscribe to the Patreon um, at whatever tier, thank you, thank you, thank you. Those just listening to this is supporting me. And if you want to support me even further, leave me a review um, wherever you're listening to this. But I t- but Apple Podcasts is really important. Leave me a review, a five-star review. And, or you can follow me at um, okay then Princess on Instagram or Twitter. Or you could... Follow me at Buy Pumpkin Podcast on Instagram. This would be like awesome ways to support. And thanks so much for making like an impulsive decision like that possible. Thank you. Um, what else do I want to talk about? You know what? Let's talk about Encanto. I saw Encanto. Um, Encanto. <laughs> As this person was saying to me the other day. I was like, okay, okay show off um um i saw it at thanksgiving i took my kids to see it it was our thanksgiving movie i really liked it um i missed some parts because bear bear um uh he's not used to being in a theater and he's used to being able to get up and dance whenever he wants i mean all my kids get up and dance whenever a song comes on but some of them realize we're in a movie theater so they sit down but he he likes to get up and dance um you know turtle arguing with me that he doesn't need a kid's pack he really wants to not eat off the kids menu but like do you have some not eating off the kids menu money you know what i'm saying because the moment you don't eat on the kids menu that's the last time i take you anywhere homie you're not (laughs) i'm not doing that but that's how i feel you're 11 i this is when you leave elementary school you cannot eat off the kids menu okay how about you get through elementary school first He'll be out in June, but still. So dealing with that, he's arguing about that. You know, Bunny's upset because she can't sit next to me. She needs to sit next to me, but I have the two little ones. You know, um, suddenly Monkey, anytime we go anywhere, he needs a lot of attention. He starts crying. He needs to be held. It's really uncanny how anytime we leave the house in a group, all of a sudden he needs special attention. Hmm, Jan Brady. Hmm. And the only person that doesn't give me any trouble when we go anywhere is Cheeks, which is strange because he gives me all the trouble in the world. He's the one, he's the one I got to watch. But that guy, whenever I take him place, he sits where I ask him to. He orders from the menu I tell him to order from and sits quietly until it's time to get back in the car. I don't know. He just does. So I missed some parts of the movie. So I was really excited when my kids really loved it. I loved, like, I thought the... I really enjoyed that the family was black and brown because so is my family. I um, I really enjoyed that uh, the songs, you know, I'm, listen, uh, that man can be very cringe, okay? But he writes a good fucking song. What do you want from me? The songs are great. I enjoyed it. But what happened is 
on Christmas Eve, they reset on Disney Plus. And so I've seen it approximately 9 billion times since then. And the truth is, I really like it, so I don't mind. I really don't mind. Um, but I do want to talk a bit about the movie. First of all, that fucking abuela is a bitch, okay? I'm sorry, she's a bitch. And I understand why that she wants to protect this miracle. But let me, we have a, hmm. Where did the miracle come from, abuela? Hmm? Are you sure it was God? Are you sure? L- listen, hear me out. What if abuela made a deal with the devil? And that's why she's got all, that's why we got all these powers. The devil grants powers too. He does. He grants miracles too. Did you guys see the, the wildest thing? The, as she's running away from, I don't know who those people are. Um, I, I, I heard someone explaining what this was likely what they were likely fleeing from, but I've forgotten. She's holding three babies in her arms. Just gave birth. She's running through the water. That's superhuman strength the devil gave her. I'm just saying, okay, I'm not saying Abuela is a Satan worshiper. They sold her soul to the devil for powers. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we don't know that's true. All we have is her word. Nobody else was there. Now she's walking around with this magic candle. Huh? Huh? She's talking to in the middle of the night and Mirabelle hears her. Looks like witchcraft to me. Oh, that's all I'm saying. Maybe we need to ask where these gifts are coming from. And then she's kind of a bitch. Like she's so rude to people. Like Mirabelle, like you don't even know how the miracle works, Abuela. You just kind of guessing, bitch. You guessing. And then you over here like being mean to her. Like what for? So rude. She's such a nice person. She she helps with the um with the uh village as much as anybody else does. She's like, leave her alone. Don't be so rude to her. And Julieta, you need to go, you need to say something. Don't let your mother talk to your daughter that way. You have to defend your children. You have to tell her, like, listen, you don't be leaving, don't be leaving my kid out of the fucking picture. This is a family picture. She goes in the picture. And and then, like, y'all ran off fucking Bruno. By the way, We Don't Talk About Bruno is the best song in the fucking bitch. We Don't Talk About Bruno followed by uh, Pressure. Those are the best songs. But here's the deal. The moment they started singing that song, I was like, so what did Bruno do? Bitch, he didn't do nothing. He has a power. He sees the fucking future. It's not his fault your future isn't good. And I got a real fucking bone to pick with you, Peppa. Like... He said, on your wedding day, it looks like rain, okay? Because your ass controls the weather. And you, and you were freaking out. Like, even before I knew that part, I was like, well, he didn't make it rain. You made it rain, Pepper. Like, that's not, why are you blaming that on him? That's fucking rude. And I don't know what her husband's name is. We call him Dark and Lovely because... <laughs> Cause he's dark and we, and we like his hair and dark and lovely for many of you will not know is a perm brand. It's a, like a, a hairstyling brand and it always features a little black person on it and with wavy <laughs> dark and lovely. Yeah. He's taking your side too. I understand. But the fact is he said in the song, he had a good time. You said it was the worst time of your life. Look, get your story straight. Get your fucking story straight. How about this? Dolores. What you mean you heard Bruno in the walls all this time? We know you can't keep a fucking secret. 
Because as soon as you heard the magic was dying, your ass told everybody at the fucking table. So you heard Bruno in the walls and didn't think to mention that to people? Hmm? Maybe you didn't know it was Bruno. I don't know. Maybe he didn't whisper his name. That said, you knew you heard a man in the walls. And I know you heard it because you told us it towards the end. And also in the song, Meet the Madrigals, the Madrigals, uh, they said that you could hear this chorus from a mile away. The wall's right there. You heard them. How about when we're at one of these lovely dinners, you, Dolores, why don't you just take a moment to say, hey, y'all know I hear a man in the walls, right? Let a boiler go check that shit. Okay. Um, what else was annoying to me? Oh, okay. So Mariano wants to marry into the family. Him and his mama want to marry into the family. Now, the Madrigal family is the shit. They have the miracle. They have the gifts. They help the village. They help everyone. They, 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 they live by how I believe in living. That you take whatever luck and blessing you get and you, and you give some of that shit away and it'll keep moving. It'll keep growing. Great. But Mariano, you want to get in this family. I don't, we don't have to impress you. We are impressive. Did you not see that we got all the gifts? So I don't give a fuck what you think. And it turns out men that uh, get in the family change their name to the magical. Love it. Love it. So Mariano, get some new monograms and we'll let you know when the wedding's going to be. Like, we don't need to impress you. I don't. Also, if I know Isabella didn't tell anybody she didn't want to marry Mariano. I understand that. But if you just really wanted that, him to be a part of the family, him getting with Dolores is great. And that's it. I'm happy about that. Um, anybody else that I was really annoyed with in this movie? Hmm. Oh, why is Maribel, um, why is Maribel sleeping in the, the quote unquote nursery? Why is there even a nursery? Why? These rooms are huge. Why can't he go in there? Like, why is little Tonito in, um, in a separate room from his parents? Before he gets his gift. By the way, how old is Antonio? Like seven? Eight? That's when y'all come of age? It's seven? Seems, seems early. Seems early. But what I'm saying is that these rooms are huge. How come Antonio is not in the room with his mom? Right? Because that's where his father sleeps in Peppa's room, right? Right? So... Why is Mirabelle, who, I don't know how old she is. Um, she's giving me a lot of my big fat Greek wedding where like she's in her 20s and everybody's like, oh, she's a spinster. Like she's giving me a lot of that. But I mean, she's probably, she might be 15. I don't, I actually have no idea how old Mirabelle is. But why is Mirabelle sharing a room with this little boy? Why? The rooms are unlimited. Just get her a little cot and put her in there. And one of these other rooms, it doesn't make any sense. Or let that be Mirabelle's room. And Antonio, go stay in your parents' room. Like, we could put up, I mean, they're huge. Let's put up some walls. I also want to see what Peppa's room looks like. Is it just weather up in that bitch? What's Julieta's room look like? Is there, like, baking supplies in there? I want to see. Or you could have moved them up into Bruno's room when Bruno left. There was plenty of room in there. I'm just saying, like, much like, you know, I've talked, I'm going to talk about this on this episode you're about to hear. Much like I don't understand how Charlotte is planning 
her sleeping arrangements for her two children in her very, very rich apartment that obviously has more than two rooms. I don't get the sleeping arrangements in Encanto. Um, anything else? I really like the movie. I don't, I, I'm not complaining about the movie. I'm just saying that if somebody shows up and tells you I have new powers that were a miracle sent for me, the first question you should ask is from who? Where? What, when, and how? Like, let's get some answers to this, okay? Where did the miracle come from? I know there's going to be a lot of people actually in my mentions and in my inboxes. I'm going to ignore you guys. I've decided she's she got this from the demons. I've decided she is a demon. I've decided Abuela is possessed. And you know what? Mirabelle forgives easily. I don't. I fucking don't. Like... What I tell my kids, we, we, we pay attention to people, what people do, not what people say. People could tell you anything. The question is, what do they do? So, yeah, Abuela's always like, oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. But I got my eye on you, bitch. Because don't you be treating people like second-class citizens around here and got your mouth all frowned up and telling me not to even make decorations. That was rude. I handmade these. I handmade these. And I'm here, I'm singing to the little, to the, uh, to the little kids in the town about how great my family is and you gonna stop me? Why? Why? I thought we were sharing our miracle. My miracle is anytime somebody talks to me, they can sing, <laughs> they can sing and dance and make a music video. That's my miracle. I can, I can turn your feelings into a music video. <laughs> so maybe you should let me. Maybe. I think that's it for Encanto. <laughs> Listen, this week I got Sonia on the episode. I'm really happy about that. Sonia is, uh, I mean, listen, she's a, she's a rock of love scholar. She had a podcast where she went through all these types of shows and she's great. And I really loved having her on. We talked and talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. And I don't know what we talked about to be completely fucking honest. Pretty sure we talked about little Romeo Prince. I don't know. Joe Francis. We talked about a lot of shit, but we also talked about rock of love and I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, yeah, that's it. Enjoy the show. Hey, Sonia. Hi. Sonia, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on the show. You knew that I was going to, you, you had to know I was going to ask million, you to come on. A million more thank yous to you, because as much as I, I would have hoped that you were inviting me, I'm glad you did. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you went through this whole thing, right? Oh, you, you, oh boy. I mean, I think you, how far did you get in these, in these shows? I think so you got to I, Ray J, I did right? them in. I know. Oh God, no. Um, I, so I did them in chronological order, starting from flavor of love season one. Mm -hmm. So I did, uh, two seasons of flavor of love, uh, a season and a half of, I love New York because I stopped midway through and, uh, season of rock of love and then a season of charm school. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like, you've definitely been down this road. I have. Um, and like, okay, so we're going to talk about Tiffany because you came here to talk about Tiffany. Yeah. And also someone, uh, one of my listeners, I don't remember your name, I'm sorry, uh, commented that they've been watching this on Pluto, right? And so, Tubi. yeah. And so that they can, they, it's, it's none of it's, none of it's blurred out, none of it's beeped out, which is something we should think about. When I was doing The Girls Next Door, one of the things that they talked about that they did not realize, like in the beginning, they were like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be like blurred out. But when they send it to like other countries or they do DVD rights and stuff, they don't have to do that. And so the first couple of seasons, they were naked a lot. And then mm -hmm. they realized that like, no, they're going to sell this show with me naked. 
So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm gonna stop doing that. And so like that's something to consider. These women come on the show. They're like, I mean, obviously they realize it's on VH1. Or so a lot of the things they're doing, they're like, oh, my nipples are not gonna be on TV. And yes, the fuck they are. Fucking. 20 years later yes they are yeah no they're available i mean i'm trying to th- oh yeah no heather you see heather's boobs at some point we see heather's boobs because she takes them out a lot um yeah. but the thing i want to talk about tiffany is that she absolutely did say the n-word which makes sense because when she says it dallas says am i supposed to be am i supposed to be offended it makes so much bring- more sense right in, in context that like so if you haven't gone back and watched the 2v version the unit censored version it is clear that she's saying the n-word tiffany in like it's like how people will like rap along with lyrics and be like what do you mean if i if i don't say the word it's not gonna like it's gonna ruin the integrity of the song like she's just throwing it around very casually not as a slur not that i don't take this as me defending her if you don't know me at all um uh but i think it's interesting the way that production really tries to protect her from the get-go because it's off there's no way it wasn't on camera but like they do it like with a voiceover like a dubbed voiceover while they're cutting to something else so you can clearly hear her say it like there's no way around it but they have even in the edited even in the unedited version they have the like burned in kind of caption underneath that says fucking cunt Ah, and then they go back to because that's when um what's her name um Dallas says like oh am I supposed to be offended even though she wasn't really talking to Dallas but like why else would Dallas have she's decided only- to take that upon herself right and moment? Brandy M is standing there and she's saying that's not a nice word as yeah in what she's saying it does not as apply to any me, of them would that. have given a shit about saying the word cunt exactly. like honestly brandy probably uses the word cunt like it, you know it wouldn't have offended her <laughs> but then they cut back to tiffany and she is then correcting herself and going no it's now now what oh, i had it in my notes some my old notes somewhere it was like no i said like now nah, what but they're bleeping like they have a censor bar over her mouth while she's not saying something that needs to be censored so right. they're making it like she's repeating herself saying fucking cunt when she is very much not so it's very interesting that they felt the need to protect tiffany in that moment also she goes on um heather and Lacey's podcast and says she didn't say it but as you and i both agree she is very drunk oh my god she's like 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 celebrity rehab like like intervention level like you're watching her going oh this is not good yeah and so like how does she remember any so i was like oh so she's a racist and a liar but you know the truth is she probably only quote unquote remembers this from watching it if at all so if it says cunt underneath there she's like yeah that's what i said but also i just think that like even if she knows she said it because i wouldn't be shocked if she still says it like i remember at the time because i did like social media deep dives on everybody Mm -hmm. um which I have to get back to Magdalena because like, I can't believe you didn't find this. I've got some very interesting news about her. Please. Um, (laughs) uh, That like when we had, and this, so we recorded this episode, I looked and it was like a month before all the um, 
in 2020, a month before all of the um, uprisings and stuff started mm-hmm. happening. So like, obviously it was something I was always aware of, but like it, it took a different turn after June. But anyway, so she had posted, um, she was, it, it's like a very blue collar, you know, Midwest sort of aesthetic she's got going. And then she makes some weird transphobic gun joke about Caitlyn Jenner. What? So she's just, she just sucks. Like, I mean, Who not that I'm here to defend Caitlyn Jenner, Jenner anymore, right? <laughs> so at first I'd be like, one, why are you talking about Caitlyn Jenner? Because nobody talks about her anymore. Right. And two, that's transphobic. Like, yeah, I, no, she just sucks. Like she just, you know, she's just an ignorant person, obviously. Yeah. And as well, because her whole thing is like, she grew up in Detroit and that's like, where okay, I'm from Kristen. in Jersey. Well, like it's <laughs> where I'm from in Jersey. Like I remember Teresa Judice used to say all the time, like, oh, I'm from Patterson, which is what like old Italian, like middle-aged Italian white ladies love to say when they're trying to sound intimidating because now Patterson is a predominantly black and brown, like uh, inner city neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So like by default, that somehow makes them tough because of what the city has now turned into. And like, that is what I'm thinking. Like she grew up in like blue collar Detroit. So she thinks she has the right to um, oppression. <laughs> I guess. Reclaiming words. I don't know. I still hope she doesn't have custody of her daughter. I hope her. Because I think her daughters are now adults, but um, I hope so. <laughs> but I remember I mean, the time she's like, "I'm doing this for my daughter." I'm like, "Oh, well, I really hope you don't have custody oh, of them because this is bad." I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I was like, "Whoever they're staying with, it's probably like during the course of this filming is probably for the best." It's probably for the best. So I still haven't listened to Heather and Lisa's podcast. So I wasn't going to because it mostly because it was full of spoilers like because I knew I was I thought I was eventually going to get to I love money and stuff mm-hmm. like that and um, I didn't want to have anything spoiled even though I watched them when they happened but like I said my brain is mush so I don't remember anything um so they had their podcast and at first I was like rooting for them because I was like oh this is fun like and it's fun to see that they're still friends the whole thing fucking imploded um and then Lacey took over and Lacey you know She's a she's an interesting character because she's just one of those people that like constantly finds herself in like beefs that are somehow never her fault. Well, if it just, smells like shit everywhere you go, it must be you. You know what that's I mean? That's the thing. And like, so I remember when this all broke because like Heather had a bunch of screenshots and all this shit. And I like had tweeted, oh, we're going to uh, definitely we're going to be talking about it on the podcast. Lacey wrote me and ah! threatened legal action. Ah! Uh, said that because we were spying and the thing is like look I I'm no legal scholar but like nothing we said was like I I threw allegedly all over it like you know Miro you know (laughs) and like I I said like this is I was just like basically reading what Heather had posted and Lacey was like hey like I like doing her like nice girl thing but then just being like you know like if if you decide to talk about it we might be in a position to see you so I called my brother who's a lawyer and my brother was like listen um she probably doesn't have any sort of standing, but like, do you really want to deal with her even attempting sure, it? Sure. And I was like, no. So I cut the whole thing out. Um, I'm really pissed about it still to this day because she wouldn't have had any legs to stand on and it wouldn't have fucking mattered, but it doesn't, yeah. whatever. Um, so, and then she was just like, I don't know. Like she, I don't know. So Lacey again is just likes to put herself in situations that are like. But bad. what did Heather say happen? Like, like. I honestly don't remember. It was like, it was, 
I think like Heather was being kind of flaky and like staying with Lacey for a while. And then, and then it was like, it was like stupid money disputes. Like this is why you don't start podcasts with like not podcasts necessarily, but like this is why you don't go into business with like your friends. Yeah. Anything or whatever, especially when, with. especially when neither of you are like mature, rational adults. Yeah. 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 And um, like there are no adults in the room. Right. Exactly. And because there was like stuff about there were there had been allegedly, allegedly, allegedly like Lacey had some domestic violence issues with her husband. Mm. I don't don't quote me on that. And like, you know, like I think that I don't care. Like, I mean, not that I don't care, but like, you know, I don't want to get into it any beyond that. Like, I'm not whatever is happening in your guys home is your business. But like, that sounds bad. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to deal with her bullshit anymore. Like, if you're just going to be litigious against a random fucking podcaster who is repeating a bunch of screenshots she saw on, like, Instagram stories. Yeah. Like, I don't care to know what's happening in your life. Um, I don't know. It just is, like, weird to me that Lacey is always just, like, these people are snakes. And I cannot believe I'm caught up in this. Yeah. And it's, like... You're a snake too, Lacey. Like, exactly. th- that's why you're always caught up in it. See, all right. So when I'm doing this rewatch, I am absolutely looking to make sure that like, I see what I didn't see back then. Right. Cause I was watching it casually. Yeah. Um, who I was in 2007, 2008 is a whole different fucking person. 100%. And, and so like, now I'm like, and I'm also trying to go against what producers want me to think, right? Because they mm-hmm. they tell us what to think by putting music under things, by showing us certain stuff. So I'm like, let me like look at it with this time. And so like, for the most part, I I feel differently about almost everybody. Yeah. But Lacey, the, at, at this point, I don't know what's going to happen as we get further in. But uh, I, the I, only I promise I you it's not going to change. It's, okay. it's not going to change because like, I mean, she's engaging in the same sorts of behavior today. Okay. All right. Like right now, I feel like, like last week, last time I did this, I was talking about how Heather is absolutely yes. a pick me, but this Let's is a pick me it. show. This exactly. is a pick me show. So she, she came in ready to be the Tiffany Pollard of this franchise. Yeah. And she, you know, not quite there, but you know, whatever the version of that is for this franchise for a hundred percent. And the fact that she didn't get her own spinoff dating show and that it was given to Daisy instead is bullshit. Yeah. She's supposed to, they told, they promised her. They one. did. And and she has the right to be better because her show would have been good. Her show would have been good. And like, for the most part. So when I first watched this, I thought of Heather as kind of a villainous towards the end. Oh yeah. And I don't think that way. Now I'm like, she's he should have picked her oh my god there uh, i was justice for heather through not that i like (laughs) i'm thrilled with her as a human being but like watching this show i was like damn like she was great because she really sincerely wanted to be there now my whole thing with this versus flavor of love is is that it is more plausible to me that most of these women would want to be here and brett isn't like terror like Flav is like the bars in hell like I don't know anybody who would find him attractive but like yeah Brett, you could see all right he's kind of corny definitely has hair plugs like you know but he is not like a terrible looking guy um I do remember that like Dallas or something did an interview where she said that she joined the show because she thought it was either going to be Slash or Sebastian Bach oh. and when she came in it was 
um, Brett, she was very disappointed, which if those were the other two potential options, yeah, I'd be disappointed too. I feel like Sebastian Bach was married during this time. I'm though. sure he was. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was. <laughs> I know it was like somebody else that was like, all right, like I would have been disappointed if it was Brett Michaels too. Um, but I like, I just thought that like Heather really was sincere. Like, I think she wanted to be on TV, but sure. like, I think that she sincerely was interested in him. And yes, definitely a pick me. There's a lot of not like other girls stuff. Like that was my whole beef with Sam through the whole show. Yeah. Um, and a little bit Jess that is just like, I'm not like the other girls. I, you know, <laughs> I just, I just feel uncomfortable like kissing you with all the other people around. It's like, did you not? Were you not aware of how reality television works? Yeah. At this like, point, there's they a knew lot that's going, right. There's not like, I'm sure there's plenty of stuff that surprised you that like you have to be in it to realize is different, but like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And but, like, I believe Heather would have met Brett at like a festival where he was playing or oh, something. Oh, totally. And like, they would have, they seem to hang out together. She, I'm not saying she's a good person, but she seems yeah. like a cool girl. She's giving out drinks. She's dancing. She's having a good time. I and, think the problem is a lot of the girls that are like, that I considered in my mind watching this, like good fits for Brett. Also at the same time, he doesn't deserve them. Like that's the dilemma. True. You know, someone showed me, someone DM me a picture of his daughters and was like, <gasps> the way he they talks look about like them a- is disgusting by the way. Oh, really? Is he like a, you know, Travis He's, Barker used to talk about Alabama. Yep. Like, that's yep. Like that. Yep, it's it's like that. Like he was like, oh, she's uh, she's running for a like a Sports Illustrated swimsuit stuff. Like all his pictures of his daughters are like the girls he would date. Like they all look like that. Very Russell like, Simmons. Yes. Like I get that you're proud of them, but this is veering into some like Electra complex territory. Yeah. Yeah. And like. I far being for me to tell people how to appreciate their children or whatever, but mm-hmm. I you, optics are important. Optics are important. Like sometimes I tell my kids they can't do something like just because people can't see us doing that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I remember when we were fostering, we had to go to the foster. Um, we had to go to the agency to do some tests, to do some like uh, some training, but our agency is a little North of Austin and it's in a small town. I never had to go there except for training, but like we were absolutely the only black people in there and we broke for lunch and my husband desperately wanted to go get fried chicken. And I was like, absolutely, absolutely not. not. Are we walking into this room full of white people with a bucket of fried chicken? Why don't you just want to play some rap music behind us? Like, I was like, no. And he was so upset. It's his favorite food. He was so upset with me. We get back. Everybody's eating chicken. And he's like, out oh, right. <laughs> but I was like, like still stands. I don't know. I'll be like, whatever. I'm coming in with a fucking pizza. Yeah, we're not. I said, well, I will get you chicken on the way home. I said, we're already the only ones here. Let's not do this. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I don't. <laughs> Thank you. I blame you. I wouldn't know. He still brings the shit up. I'm like, you've eaten so much chicken in between then and now. It's fine. <laughs> so many other projects that it's finding me chicken just like this was not one of them yeah <laughs> okay so like i saw a picture of brett and they do i'm um, brett's kids and they do absolutely fucking look like um someone that would be on the show i wonder if that ever like fucks with him like i used to wonder if no, you know it doesn't well no like but i mean especially because like not every there's a lot of dads that act like this to some degree my dad was a little bit like this but that's like a whole other story but like there's something about having a like a dating show where like these girls these daughters have access to the fact that like 
they have the same access to Tubi and like Amazon Prime and shit that we do. Yeah, you're right. Like they could go back and watch it and be like, oh, I'm my dad's type. I mean, they've definitely seen it. You know what I mean? Well, I'm sure he's dated plenty of people between now and then. But Yeah. And but guys like this, especially the ones that keep dating, like your David uh, Foster, Wells Foster, mm-hmm. David Wells Foster, uh, like they or David Foster, they um, they turn this into a like, I just like what I like. Yeah. Instead of like, God, you know, this is deeper than that. You know this, I know this. And their kids just kind of have to deal with it, you know? Yeah. If you want to be around your dad, like you have to deal with his, you know, his fucking high school girlfriend that he can't carry that he totes around too. You just have to Yeah. No, that was that was definitely my life. <laughs> <For like laughs> <a period laughs> time, like, yeah, no, I I I understand what you're saying because I lived it. <laughs> like, yeah, like. You, even if you think it's gross, you're just like, okay, well, it's gross. And I still yeah. have to go with my dad's this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you ready for me to tell you about what Magdalena is up to? Yes, please do. Uh, she's in prison. What's doing yeah. what? For, uh, well, I mean, it was not what she's doing. Too. Like, it was not like, oh, she's in jail for like whatever. Uh, cloned credit cards and possession of a device that clones credit cards. Uh, isn't that what Sky from um, Blacking went to jail for? I'll trust she, you. On that. I've actually never watched Black and Crew, uh, but like, a, I'll take it's your. A very funny. Yeah, she went to that camp in Arizona, but yeah, like, I am not surprised. I know. <laughs> but, I mean, I was like caught off guard because, like, I don't think too many of these people are in prison. And I have to say, to their credit, a lot of these girls are harder to find than the flavor of loved ones. Sure. Um, like, I had to do a lot of work to find Erin and Jess, like an embarrassing amount of work. Well, uh, Jess, uh, uh, like, I feel like. I, I wonder, do you know how Jess got on this show? I don't. Because she seems but, to not want to be on the show. No, no. She seems I don't get too it at young all. for him. She's a hairdresser and the way she wears her hair is wild. And she like didn't come with enough, like she's got her roots growing out. And I'm like, you didn't come prepared. This is your job. Yeah, yeah. She looks like Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. Look at her hair. It's By terrible. the way, she was Mike's favorite. Of course. I'm there, actually shocked. There's no biracial girl on the show. That's, <laughs> That's true. <why. laughs> That's true. I told her we never got to uh what's her name season, the, the Brazilian one, Marcia. Yeah. I was like, that would be your favorite favorite. But yeah, no, I was I remember because I'm always nosy and I like to see who he likes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Jess, which shocked me because he's like a boob guy. So the fact that she's flat as a board, I was yeah. like, I couldn't believe it. She's but um skinny. uh her and Brandy C. Okay. No, not Brandy C. Sorry, Brandy M. Brandy he definitely M. was not interested in Brandy C. Brandy M. Wow. Okay. Uh, I know. And there was like somebody else that I was like, bro, really? Like I was stunned. Uh, but Sam, uh, oh no, not Sam, obviously. Jess was his girl. But Jess is like pretty athletic, I think. Yeah, I think that it's like she, because she's, she's very like facially pretty too. Yeah, I think like, not that I know Mike at all. <laughs> I feel like I know a little bit but I feel like he would be into someone that he could like take to like a wrestling match and like well I play basketball anyway yeah (laughs) well he married me who doesn't like willingly do any of those things but you know it's actually funny that you say this because this is sort of like a a weird tie-in for something that I mean Mike is way less like this than Brett but I notice and this comes up during the course of the episode that like when Brett is like paying a lot of attention to Dallas during her like a fucking up riding the motocross <laughs> thing, I was like, 
oh, like men really do as much as like they say, oh, I want a girl who likes the things that I like. They also really like girl women. I know I had that. I have been yeah. enjoying your like internal struggle with this because I had the same dilemma. Um, that like I men love girls slash women who they can like teach things Absolutely. to. And like that is very apparent with Brett during the course of this episode. But I think like Mike appreciates that I don't like all this stuff because one, he can go off and do it by himself sometimes. Yeah. But like also just like the idea that like, I, I don't know, I'm knowledgeable about other things, but I, this is something I don't know. And like, he gets to show me the world shine, shining, shimmering, splendid. <laughs> well, like, I know that my husband has some, like, he doesn't get to be right very often because he lives with me. Exactly. So like every Same. now and then he gets to tell me something I don't already know. And it's really exciting for him. And I'm like, I'm excited for him too. He's still ready for you to, to ask him like total divas questions. So, oh, he's so psyched. I can't wait. So <laughs> this episode is mostly about what they're going to do is motocross, which I thought motocross had bigger bikes. Is that like, I thought they had actually, cause these are like dirt bikes they're on. Is that, oh, I don't know if there's like a logic to this, that they like gave them smaller bikes. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, like, the whole date this this episode, I mean, Lacey's still mad at Dallas from last week because Dallas was trying to trigger her on purpose. Like, it's it's very apparent to me right? that You're Dallas st- was just like, oh, obviously this is going to upset you. Like, I don't think Dallas sincerely believes you should just murder all animals. Like, she said, if I you brought your dog here, I would slit its neck. <laughs> I don't think she needs that. Like, I don't. I don't think that she's being serious. Like, I think that she sees that it obviously made Lacey upset. So like, she's going to go overboard to upset her. Yeah. So that's still going on there. There's we start off with like, Lacey's still upset that Dallas is in the house. Cause she's not here for Brett because Brett loves animals. And she knows that. And- uh, no, she's like, let's be honest. Cause I don't think, I don't really think it's fully racially motivated like this whole thing, but it, it does feel a little bit like you don't belong here. So like, I have to get you out. And like, that was just the easy thing, the easier, clearer thing for her to pick on. Yeah. She, listen, Dallas doesn't belong there. Brett is not. Oh, no, she does her. not. She does not. Brett's not attracted to her in any way, shape or form. We, but we all know that like production, this is just like RuPaul's Drag Race production and Brett sit down and they decide who's going to go home. And sure. Brett right. can, Brett can be like, uh, I feel like this one, but production says things like, okay, we have to keep her. No, no, no. Choose this one because we can't let the black go home. We can't let both exactly. blacks go home right away. Exactly. <laughs> it is. If it was, but if we were doing this based solely on who Brett would absolutely pick and not try to make a TV show, they would have been gone day one. And I think that if they were sincerely like, and not that I don't think that Brett would date somebody black. Like I think but I don't think that like Dallas has the look that he would go for. And neither that other girl at all. Oh like, no. Oh, well, I, I was no, like, she was, she was cuckoo. Yeah. But, she was definitely not his type. Definitely. But I think like, this was like a weird way to be like, oh, there are people we want to have because we know it'll make it easy to send them home right away. Mm-hmm. And like, those were just the ones. Yeah. Oh man. Can, Sonia, imagine g- getting all your shit coming to the mansion quote unquote mansion mm-hmm. and then 
And then like, you don't even get to go inside because Big John tells you, you don't have that to That is so fucked. Like, and the, and the worst part is like, now this group of women on average is slightly older than yeah. the flavor of love ladies, yeah, yeah. Um, which is really funny because, oh shit, I had it written down. So Brett and Flav are uh, almost exactly, how many, almost exactly four years apart. Flav's oh. birthday is on March 16th and Brett's uh, March 15th, which oh, okay. I feel says a lot, which is very bizarre. But um, I just feel like it, as like a whole like 30 because like Heather is 32 Lacey's 31 like so let's just assume a bunch of those women were like older than that that got eliminated or around that age yes they all look like calling your 30 plus year old ass onto national television getting humiliated in that way I would die that's why you wouldn't be able to find me on social media because I would be mortified (laughs) look at how they're dressed too they're not dressed in a way that like they're coming to this like it feels like they got some. They wore their casting. fancy clothes. Well, they got they wore whatever they thought was like dress your yes. best. But like we all know that like we were all wearing business casual to the club. Like <laughs> what, what hope do these women in their like 30s have? Yeah, yeah. And the fact that you just said Heather's 32, yeah. Heather comes off older than that. I so when I when this all aired, I was 18. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at that point it's like older is like kind of nebulous like yeah. she just looked like an adult but I think I was when we were recording this I was 31 uh-huh. and I was like oh do we look like peers <laughs> no do we like do we look like like you're my age I don't I don't know about that well part of it is this is that as we get older and we get more money and access to things we start to look better and then you, you go back to like when you're 22 and you're like why the fuck was I I look like somebody's middle age aunt why was I dressed yeah. like that because I was trying to look older too for no reason <laughs> and I look yeah. like so I think that's part of it I think if we I mean I haven't really seen a lot of Heather right now I think Heather probably looks better now um she looks like the same which is that's fine you know Ah, uh, that's a great question. I'm just gonna write Heather Rock of Love and call it a day. <laughs> there was like a oh Chadwell. Chadwell, yeah. I'm trying to see what she looks like now. I'm I, she looks the same. She also does <laughs> a lot of filters. She does a lot of filters too. So it's like the same, but also okay. She looks the same. Like I, I would have bet that she looked younger, but she does not look younger. Um, she looks the same, which is like bad for then and like good for now. Right. Okay. You're right. exactly. Like for her age now, I'm like, okay, you look great. But back then I'm like, that's like Paul Rudd where it's like, oh my God, everybody's so impressed by the way he looks. It's like, no, he just has looked 40 the whole time. It's just like more impressive. But he looks like, (laughs) you know, he looks 40 in his fifties. That's cool. Yeah. Same thing with like, I remember I was in the Facebook group and I was still on Facebook and Ellen was turning whatever age demon age she is. We were like, she looks so young. And a a friend of mine was like, I don't see you. And I was like, we're black. That's yeah. this woman looks like her age, but she's dressed like a little boy. That's why people yeah. think she looks young. Yeah. She looks like she's gonna invite someone to a city market thing. Sneakers with her suit. So yeah. And I was like, she does not look young. She's just looked, she's looked exactly like this the whole time. Did you see that um all the uh sex in the city women are now approximately the same age that they were when uh the golden girl started? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Like well, I've always thought like the golden girls. I, you know, a huge fan. So I've always oh, like, yeah. known that like, like when I was old enough to like understand what I was looking at, I was always known that like, oh, these bitches are actually not elderly women. 
definitely not elderly but like the fact that they're in their 50s it's like 50s meant something different absolutely absolutely like they were what a 50 plus year old woman was is very different yeah and like they like they were all like kind of not done with their lives but when they would do stuff it would be like this is their third act or something like it felt like we were but i mean imagine being able to like retire yeah yeah like (laughs) Seriously, they weren't like working, but like, you know, they were like retirement age, like their husbands had, I, it seems like b- prior to dying or whatever, like yeah. had retired and stand- had pensions. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You're living off your man's pension. There like, are their storylines around pensions. A foreign so, concept. <laughs> you know, all the sex in the city stuff, I am having a hard time because I know Charlotte is rich, rich, and has been rich, rich for a long time. Mm-hmm. Carrie just got lost her husband i'm sure that she is living off some for his money and you know right. various things what the fuck is miranda living off of she's the main breadwinner steve doesn't have any money and she's not working so like and this and is like manhattan in the present like yeah she's they live in brooklyn but still yeah no, yeah right but even worse yeah almost. even worse comparable at the very least yeah, so I'm like, where did she, did she like save a bunch of money? See, this is why people don't like to watch TV with me because like, I want to know, I'm like, can you afford that? Like those things you have, like, yeah. can you afford that? Like, yeah. This is, I'm upset Charlotte's kids are in the same room. Charlotte, you're rich, rich. That's not a two bedroom apartment. I have been watching, uh, I'm re-watching Cobra Kai with my mom mm. and we're, and Mike and I are also watching Yellow Jackets. So there's a lot of like, stuff that happened like 20 30 years ago well 30 40 years ago yikes um and i'm it's i've been doing a lot of did you just have that in storage why do you still have access to that <laughs> yeah but what yeah. are you been paying storage fees for like th- 40 years yeah <laughs> i listen to um i listen to a lot of movie podcasts i think mm-hmm. i listen to the same ones you do but that one of the 13 going on 30 it was this ends at prom and the, oh, i've been meaning know, to listen to that it's really good, but this ends at prom, but 13 going on 30 in it, uh, Jennifer Garner's character throws a sleepover with 13 year olds and she's obviously 30 and she just has access to, um, what's that thing? Uh, like old videos from the, from the eighties. And there was no, at the time this movie came out, there was no YouTube. There was like, you don't just get that stuff. Like now we have everything in our fingertips, but while they're talking about it, I was like, yeah, how does she get, how, she just does the thriller uh, dance. Just now, ready to go. Yeah, she's ready to go. And everyone around her is ready to go. And I'm like, but we didn't have YouTube so you could watch it a bunch to get ready to do it. So how do they <laughs> just, how do all, how do 50 people just know all Just have that recall. Like we're now like being obviously on the 30 or end of 13 or 30. <laughs> uh, like my brain doesn't work like that. No. I could like no. sort of do, I could have like the bare bones of like, I'm a slave for you or pop, but like, I can't actually fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to watch it a lot. And so, but this is why it's difficult but i i mean i i the no i'm there with you i'm that person who watches big and goes how did he get this job without giving his social security number yeah yeah how is he getting a paycheck how was he able to get an apartment do they just the 80s that different like well i think the 80s were that different i mean they were but like i feel like you at least needed a social security number no people didn't even do credit 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 that's true i was explaining to my mom yesterday that credit uh i'm the same age as credit scores so yeah so like 
yeah, you just would go someplace and have and look nice and have, be wearing a suit and be a white man and just everything's fine. Be a white man and also know a person named Chad. Be like, do you know Chad? Yes, I know Chad. Okay, so we're we're in the same groups and they just do it. And now they want your whole life fucking history <laughs> just to like yeah. do anything. But I don't know. Like, I as far as Heather goes, like, oh right. I, <laughs> That was that was very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. As far as as far as Heather goes, she does look exactly the same. I'm looking at her Instagram, but she, but back then she was doing a lot of like big hair and like, yeah. I mean, she was basically mimicking Brett during his hairband stages, and so you know, I was thinking that like Heather definitely walked so like Jay Wow could fist pump. Because <laughs> I'm like looking, I'm like they have a very similar aesthetic. They do. They do. And I know that JWoww was like watching that shit at home going, I want to be just like her when Probably. I grow up. Probably. <laughs> um, so if you had to be one of the women in this house, even the ones that have already been eliminated, which one do you think you would want to be? Because oh, like the ones that I tend to, the ones that I like better, like the ones that I, because I was watching that scene of like the one all the girls that are like whatever they call them like the fake squad the nice girls like whatever I was like they look like they're having more fun because they're not like taking this seriously like they're yeah. like this is a free vacation like like this is cool I get to just hang out by the pool and like I get to like make friends with these other girls like those are the ones that I am like kind of I guess wish I could be like yeah. I-, I think I always like Brandy M personally uh I just thought that she was I mean I don't really love all the like burping and farting just like because I'm I'm one of the guys um yeah now it's like a little grating on me but like I think that she seems like sincere like she means it like it's not she's not doing it to be pick me she just is that kind of person she just uh, has to fart that's what yeah, like that's like she has a fart and you're gonna know about it um <laughs> um like I guess her but the problem is like those are the ones that like Brett is like most attracted to and like he's really annoying when he's attracted to somebody so yeah it's yeah. tough to say like I definitely would not be want to be part of the a-team at all they all look awful like maybe Christia because she just kind of got roped in to this I know I <laughs> Yeah, I guess my answer is Christina. <laughs> <laughs> I uh like I want I, to be hot, but I don't want him to like me. I I have a theory that the reason they're all outside is because they smoke and they have nothing oh, to totally. do but smoke. And I'm not a smoker, but I could totally see myself out there. Like I am a weird person at a party, like really ends up talking to someone for four hours and learning everything about them and what they do. And then on the way home, my husband's like, So what happened? I'm like, well. Did you know that her mother's on crutches? Well, you know, she was walking down the stairs and he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he's like, are you going to, are you like friends? Or I was like, oh no, I just spent four hours talking to her for no reason and getting all this information out of her. And that seems like I, I would be doing a lot of what you're saying. Like they're like kind of just hanging out by the pool and like talking. And like, I absolutely would be doing that with them. Um, I think like I, you don't see it as a competition because like, I mean, fine. Like I think about like for the love of Ray J, right. Where it's like, it is definitely plausible that all of those women found him attractive because that was like his moment. Yeah. Um, and like, this is just kind of like, if you don't take it seriously, you're having way more fun. Like Heather is not, there's no way Heather was actually having fun. Yeah. There's no way you're having fun. You're, you're all, you're already like on pins and needles, but like for me, 
I'll tell you, the thing I'm attracted to is people that are really attracted to, attracted to me. So if you're not mm-hmm. into me, I find you incredibly ugly. So like, as soon as he yeah. walked in the room, if he wasn't like, oh, hey, princess, you're so, you're so pretty. I would be like, okay, well, he's not all that. And I'd just be like, hanging out, eating, catering for the rest of the time. Yeah. And, and so like, I feel like those, the boring girls are thinking he's going to pick who he wants to be with. And there's nothing I personally can do. Well, especially because most of them are actually like objectively really hot. Yeah. Like uh, most of them are actually like if they were out in the real world, like a very specific type of guy is into Lacey. A very specific type of Mm. guy is into Brandy C. True. In general, you see Magdalena walk in a room and you're gonna be like, holy shit. Like so tall. Right, exactly. Even Erin with her like giant boobs. Like, yeah, I'm not sexual. But like, that's a whole other girl. Like she literally, you are sexual. You're horse about it. You're sexualized. You are, you you put yourself to be sexual. You leave with these big fucking circus boobs. So what are you saying? I'm not the bad My thing is like, fine. If you're doing it for your, like, no, I don't think that she should be sexual if she doesn't feel comfortable with it, but don't be on a fucking high horse about it. Don't act like shocked that yeah. people are constantly sexualizing you when it's just like or you could just be like that's just part of who I am like I'm I'm not a person who likes to have a lot of sex but I like to appear sexy and that's totally cool and totally valid but like do don't that. act like this moral superiority when you have made yourself into this very specific looking person that said she's facially very pretty she is um, she's, a, she's got great even with the orange even with the like photo negative yeah. aesthetic yeah you know <laughs> like she's still very pretty like you know, guys would approach her. So like, I think that a lot of them fair enough coasted on just being like, he's going to be attracted. Like if he's going to be attracted to me, he's going to be attracted to me. And Brett is so controlled by his penis that like that he had no connection with Jess for most of the show, but he thought she was really hot. And so he was willing to keep her, even though we don't hear from her almost at all until the football challenge? Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. That football challenge. But also, I just like production really thought like they, you know how they do this on RuPaul's Drag Race too, where they just kind of map up. They're like, this is going to be our top five. I know it. Yeah. It's going to be our top five. And they chosen Jess, which is why she's getting, why she's getting like uh, passes second. And you're like one episode. I was like, she didn't even, he didn't Does even they, see do her. we know why they picked Jess? Like, is it just because he just thought she was so cute? Like, I think she's, I think that like they, like they fit what she fit, what they thought would be good for the winner, which is so weird because she does not. No, she doesn't. And for like a variety of reasons. Like, she's like the kind of person I'm like shocked that Brett is actually interested in. I'm shocked she's all. on the fucking show. Well, yeah, that too. I'm really shocked about this. Like, she seems to not want to be there, which, I don't judge because I I like there's no way I would get on this show because I'm not yeah. going to do any of these things. Yeah. And, and so like and also another thing like I do not like anything I have to work really hard to get. So like I especially the reason, a man Ugh. especially a man. The reason I don't have the new Xbox and, P- and PlayStation is because I don't want to work that hard to get it. Like as soon mm-hmm. as you tell me there's a line there's a hoop there's so I'm like I don't want that. Yeah. I, I I've never stood in line to get anything because I'm not going to. So like the, all this makes him unattractive. And so I can see Jess being like, why would I have to do that? And just not going, but somehow she gets on the show and I want to know more about it, but she's like kind of disappeared. Right. And she's, she's not interested in any of it. 
Like she's just, you know, she's here for, I don't even know what she's here for. Like she doesn't want to be on television. Like yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't, she's not interested in Brett. She's not really interested in making friends. Yeah. Like, you know, what are you doing here? Yeah, exactly. All of that. She, and and you can't tell me just watch Flavor of Love. Oh my God. No, no. She probably doesn't even know. She hasn't seen any of those she doesn't, episodes. I could, she gives me very big, like, oh, I don't, I don't listen to rap. She like, gives me big, rap. I don't watch TV vibes. Oh, it's insufferable. Like, I think that's why I liked her less going through it. Like, I'm like, oh, she's, she's obviously very beautiful. She's got a lot going for her. Brett definitely doesn't deserve her. But like she gives a lot of like, oh, I just that's not really my thing. Like she like that moral superiority of like yeah. not watching re- like television at all. You're right. Like right, and she not, doesn't she's not out watch- here reading either. You no, know, I've never seen her reading, and she also doesn't. She really doesn't watch reality TV. Like I would get that uh, she like right she now. like she definitely like looks down on people who watch reality TV. Yeah, and yet here you are one. So like, what's yeah. the fucking deal? Yeah. Like sometimes when I talk about um, housewives of people, you know, like work people or whatever, they'll, they'll, there's always that one person that's like, oh, I don't know what that is. I don't have social media and I don't watch TV. Oh, I've got, I've got you on that. My mother-in-law is, loves to say that kind of shit to me, which is hilarious because her brother almost married Luann before she married the count. What? Yeah. That's like a whole, it's like a whole thing. Um, but like, she'll say that shit to me and then be like, oh, I love the big bang theory. I'm like, you're going to act morally superior to me when you watch the fucking big bang. You watch Chuck Lorre programming. Yeah. Yeah. I just started. I just saw the big bang theory this maybe last year. I never fucking seen it. Not funny. And I watched the whole thing and I was like, oh, you guys were willing to kill for this show. Like people, that show used to be super, super popular. It was like top ratings. Like it, and it doesn't, and I I try not to like knock things that other people you know like whatever helps you get through this hellscape we're living in whatever but like and I I will occasionally like if I'm watching something and it rolls over into that I'll be like all right let me give it a shot bro I don't laugh at all yeah I don't laugh at all it's not for me but like I I don't know just don't act morally superior to me like your content that you're engaging with is so much better because there's a lot to say from a sociological standpoint about what's happening on reality shows Right. And also people who don't have social media, even though like I definitely just didn't have it for a couple of months. I'm telling you, whenever someone tells me they don't have social media, they have no idea oh. what's going on. You're always they're always like, why is everybody wearing a mask? And you're like, what? <laughs> you don't. You don't. I, oh, my God. I can't say I'd like because I just saw there was like some study done that was like people who are obsessed with celebrities are like dumber. Um, And okay. I. I mean, like, fine, there's, like, different types of celebrity obsession, but, like, also, I would think that most of the people I know who, like, like, you and Troy and stuff who, like, engage in, like, media critique are, like, among the smarter people I I know. Oh, well, thank you. Like, right? Like, but I mean it. Like, it's true. Like, it's, like, a lot of people I know who, like, care a lot about celebrity in various states. I mean, celebrity relative to whatever the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. Like, like, it takes a lot it takes to me that's like very intelligent to like parse something from it other than just like this makes my brain feel good you know <laughs> yeah like I mean I, I I also find like as someone who's like loved books all my life 
who identifies as a reader. Mm-hmm. I don't think that reading books makes you a better person because oh, you no. just associate through books and so on. But so then again, I think games. I'm better than people who don't read. Like, you know, like make a point about not reading. Oh, I those are like, if you just don't read, you know, that's your business. Like everybody finds things that they enjoy, but people are like, oh, I don't, I don't read. Like, Anytime someone sees me with a book, they are so pressed to come over and tell me they haven't read anything in 20 years. I'm like, why did you just Embarrassing. come or it's either that or I was watched. Oh, I'm not proud of this, but I, I read all those one for the money books. Um, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I read all of them. I'm sorry. I like them. But I was re- reading like the seventh one or something on the subway. Um, and this man sat down next to me and was like, that book is so good. And then proceeded to tell me everything that happens in it. No, why? I got why off in Brooklyn. That? Even though I wasn't, that, I just started <laughs> off at the next stop. I was like, "Fuck you, man!" Like, why'd you do? It's like, I would have loved to experience this for myself. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I mean, I'm not a person that hates spoilers, but I'm also like, so you came over to set down. Well, that's not right. That's unnecessary. Yeah, but it's even uh-huh. people. When people see me with a book, they interact with me so fucking weirdly, and I'm like, you actually don't have to interact with me at all because I have this book, so you can just leave me alone. <laughs> Well, it's funny though, because I work in publishing and Mike works in cannabis. Uh, Ask me which one of the two of us people are way more interested in their jobs. (laughs) Uh, Everybody's like, oh, that's cool, Sonia. Anyway, so what do you think about legalization? When do you think it's going to come to Jersey? All this, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, that's fine. I'll just be over here like a fucking nerd with my books. (laughs) At least you're in a better spot. (laughs) That's <laughs> all right. So they do motocross. So, so, so okay, so they're gonna do motocross. They do a little training thing, right? Where I would have definitely fallen out because oh, I don't have good hand-eye coordination. I don't. They do you know? It doesn't do you... look fun, and like not only like I'd be like I would have this like come to Jesus moment where I'd be like I am putting my life at risk for this man. Right. It looks cold too. Right. It looks unpleasant just across the board. Everything about it. But I'm also like not an outdoor person neither magdalena can't even get it on her head why her head's not huge why can't it get on her head i was i I just love that whole sequence because like it just showed that like the quote-unquote nice girls were having so much more fun like she literally peed herself like that was beautiful herself (laughs) that was beautiful and and i guess she just rode anyway so like they're doing all the training and dallas tells us it's foreshadowing shadowing dallas tells us and she's going to go fast and hard. <laughs> She's going to quote haul ass. She's gonna haul ass. And so they pick all these fucking teams. Um, and she Dallas ends up on the team with Heather, I think it's Alexia, um, and Lacey. I embarrassingly have all the teams written down. Oh, tell me who back the when I was take this is back when I was taking the most in-depth notes. Like this is why this podcast almost ruined my marriage. Um <laughs> uh so the pink team was Magdalena was the captain, Rodeo, Brandy M, and Sam. Then the purple team was Erin ca- as the captain, Mia, Jess, and Brandy C, which she picks Brandy C because she wants to win more than she wants to be with somebody that she like can tolerate. Yeah. Um, and Heather is the captain, then Lacey, Christia, and Dallas. And they choose Dallas last. Dallas gets picked last because they've seen her. <laughs> Okay, I've seen her go. It's They've scary. seen her go and they're like, nah, nah, I don't think so. Um, so it goes pretty much how you expect to do it. But 
Okay, so when we do relays, right, you're supposed to put your strongest player, your strongest person that goes like in the race at the at back. At the end, yeah. So that they can make up time for, because if you put them at the front, they can, they can like get far ahead. But if you get your weaker person after, they're going to lose it. Not so, a crumb of strategy. None. So, because they let Lacey go first. And, but I mean, that turned out to be fine because Lacey, I thought Lacey was good at this. She's not. She like bites it right away. I feel like that is like a good metaphor for like Lacey in general. She like projects a lot of confidence about it, but is actually just not as impressive as she makes herself out to be. Did you notice that when Brett is watching the race, all the other women are far back, but Heather's right next to him. Like they're watching together. Heather, she's good at this. Yeah. Like she's, she is a fucking reality television natural. Like yeah. she's not as iconic as New York, but like if she was wittier, uh, she could have been. Yeah, honestly, she's not, witty. she's not witty at all. No, but she's like here to she's here to play. Like, and she's here for Brett. Like, sincerely, and uh, she's gonna do what she can to position herself next to him. I'm just, but I'm impressed. It by never, her. I feel like it never even occurred to the other women like no. go stand next to Brett. And no. Heather's probably over there talking to him and joking with him. It looks like, it looks like. Which is funny because it's definitely working against her. Hundred, you guys, I feel like you brought that up in one of your episodes that you were like, he's, he's not interested in her because she's so interested in him. She wants him so bad. uh, Yeah, no, he's like in the same way that Flav didn't feel that way about New York. Like they see more as a friend, but if someone told me that Heather was a mole and knew Brett already, I'd be like, yeah, that makes a lot of fucking sense because she's very comfortable in his house. She's constantly like, listening to, to find out what the other girls are doing so she can go tell on them and like she i think she's just a bad bitch like she's just she's yeah. just got a lot of confidence like so much not even should. like projected confidence like she's like do you know the amount of confidence it takes like the fucking alpha move it is to come in there in a house full of strippers and be like well i'm gonna be up here on this pole uh yeah. y'all can do whatever you want like her 30s confidence i mean granted does she have like 30s smarts or like ability to believe like confidence in that sense like no like does she want better for herself not at all but (laughs) you know like i'm I'm just really impressed by her through this whole show she just like came up here she hasn't been on any other reality tv shows because they definitely would have made that a storyline if she had Mm -hmm. like she, she just came in there and just was like yeah i'm here this is my house. Not very, not in a hottie way, but like, this is my house and this is my man. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. And it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. She's, she's great. I really, I, they really robbed us of a really great potential show. I her. know. And so, and also when, when, um, Lacey is like, kind of like, she can't get the bike started. They, Heather runs over to help her with it. I was like, Oh, Heather, you know about bikes and shit. She's, Damn. she's cool. Like she's cool. Yeah. I guess I would, I would, I don't think I want to be like, friends with heather because she also like i i was really hard on lacy in that situation but i don't think that heather was like completely innocent um i don't think i'd want to be like actually friends with heather but like would i want to hang out with heather absolutely yeah like this is how okay so i always want to go out with the shaws of sunset i don't want to go home with them right Mm -hmm. because these bitches totally lots of food they're drinking they're they're having a great time and i would go out and i would have so much fun with them and then they start the fucking fight and i'd be like okay guys i got kids i gotta get home and i go like heather is the kind of girl that like if you go out and like there's somebody famous in a vip section she's like we're gonna get in there yeah like she's the friend that will get you backstage at the function like not by being slutty by just by being like i belong here 
And she also knows everyone. I feel like she's friends. She knows she, she's like someone who has a lot of friends. And I feel like I would have such a good time with her, but I couldn't be around in her life because it's messy. And yeah. like, she always needs to stay on my couch because some shit happened. I'm like, okay, well. Right. And she's another one. Nothing is ever her fault. Yeah. She calls um, you. She can't find her car keys. She's stuck in the middle of nowhere. You're like, what Posting happened? quotes on Instagram about how, you know, people have really misunderstood her. And like, that's, you know, yeah. that's their I, loss. You're born alone, die alone. Like, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Right. Oh my God. Absolutely. Her Instagram story must be insufferable. But. Yeah. And all you did was tell her that like, hey, I actually have to go to work today. Right. So I can't. <laughs> hey, maybe you should like consider where that other person might be coming from. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I'm not saying I agree with them. Just like maybe consider they weren't intentionally trying to hurt you and yeah. she's she blocks your number you're saying i'm not for you but i like literally have to go to work and i cannot go over your ex-boyfriend's house and break out windows at nine o'clock on a tuesday morning you have to like schedule these things for different times so and then she's posting about me on fucking instagram stories yeah. about how i'm not That's good basically friend. honestly this is basically what happened <laughs> 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 we're basically like it went from being like hypothetical based on like people we know like this to be like, oh right, that's a verbatim what happened. That's basically what happened. But I'm not saying if she was like princess, come to this concert with me, I wouldn't be like, oh okay. my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna end up in the front row. Like, yeah, she's gonna finagle her way down to the front row, and I'm along for the ride. She's gonna dance with you. She's buying shots. She's like having a great time. But her life is super messy, and so like. I'm watching her now. She like knows how to do the motorcycle. She's over there. She's got her arm around Brett. Well, I thought the interesting part is that like when she says like, oh, I can, I can do this. And Brett's like, yeah, go do it. Which is just like, that's when you know, these are like the little crumbs he's leaving about the fact that he's not looking at you like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's like, oh yeah, go, go, go. You handle that. Like, go ahead and have her help her. So (sighs) they, so that really puts their team behind. But when Dallas gets going, She's doing catch. She's decides she's going to catch up. Brent says that she goes off at maybe 50 miles an hour, which seems very fast for those bikes. Like, yeah, no, he makes it like, this is definitely a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, they can get to 50 miles an hour. Shit. What? I don't think that's how bad, but she's going as fast as she possibly can. And she hits a bump, flies through the air. I, I remember Dallas fell. Watching it and paying attention, I was like, shit, that like it hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I would, I'm like I said before, that's when I would have my moment where I'd be like, I made a huge mistake coming on the show. Yeah. Like she, I was like, is that a stunt double? She flew very high and hit the ground, but she gets up, like they run over to her and shit. And aren't your 20s amazing? <laughs> I guess. I mean, if I felt my back hurts right now, I'm recording a podcast. I know. I'm not doing anything. So, like, I, I mean, I just, but she gets back on. She almost falls again. Like she's moving. And what happens is that they lose, right? And what happens is Rodeo's team wins, right? So that's Rodeo, um, Sam. I, I, uh, let me go back up. It was Rodeo, Sam. Uh, Brandy M and Magdalena. Magdalena. Can we Even talk about the- Rodeo for a minute, though? Yeah. How Rodeo about- is really like the epitome of somebody that like Brett probably would be really good with in real life. Like if he was not a rock star with like a Peter Pan complex. You mean if he like worked at Jiffy Loop? Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. they would be match made in heaven 
in oh, yeah. that context. Um, they go down to their local. Really local great. Level. Like she's she's annoying, like but she means really well, and she's obviously very sincerely interested in him. Girl, and that, I didn't realize she was that horny. She's like, I feel like it's all the endorphins from like exercising and shit. I don't know, but when she was moaning from the last episode, I was oh like, my god. Oh. I was like, what is that? I don't remember this at all. Yeah. No, it's... that's I don't remember very much, but I do remember that side of Yeah. I was like, oh my God. And Aaron's like scandalized. I'm like, Aaron, put your boobs away. Okay. Yeah. Stop, stop being like, what is she doing over there? She's like too sexy. And you literally, Aaron's boobs, they uh, she has gotten a size of breast that it's very hard to work a straight job when you have those like it just looks hard to breathe like I've got like big natural boobs but like I'm like that looks like hard to manage yeah they look impressed like yeah I I saw because nobody sized her for a bra properly like she just got the Mm. boobs and was like these old bras are fine you're right maybe they're like pushed weight you know what that's probably it and also she probably got the boobs two days before she got on the show would not be shocked so they're not they're not they haven't gone down or whatever settled or whatever (laughs) yeah whatever happens with that so rodeo though and this comes up in the episode when they go on the date rodeo is the type of person that you can't ask how are you doing because they will list everything (laughs) ever happened to them you're so right like i just want to hear fine i do not want to hear everything that ever happened from the moment you woke up this morning till we got here i was here. dying laughing when you were like god is trying to kill you yeah maybe you should think I'm about sorry, it five blood transfusions you are not i mean she's persevering i honestly really sincerely enjoy her instagram because it's full of inspirational quotes by her sure <laughs> they're and her like quotes. all designed oh my god she's got quote graphics with her own pictures on them oh my goodness and she's and she's sincere she is the sincerest person i think who has ever been on reality television yeah she is very sincere (laughs) and she's like inspiring because it's true like god has wanted her like final destination should just be about exactly (laughs) rodeo final destination like that like she had cancer she broke all the bones in her body i'm like girl have you considered sitting down somewhere because right too much. also right like she's probably like constantly because she's like living on the edge so like yeah. she puts herself in more life-threatening situations than all of us so oh lord i i looked up her and it says that she uh she was on some event flyer and she got arrested there because she had like get uh, out she had <laughs> she was she had an outstanding warrant after her ex-boyfriend has previously filed a complaint accusing her of stealing his car and his gun safe. I'm like, damn, Brody, I knew you were strong, but that's not, that's in 2010. I, I feel like if you were to, ex- like, that is exactly what I think she would be in trouble for. <laughs> like, uh, 100%. Safe? But like, Rodeo gives me mom vibes. And that's probably because as we get to the next episode, she's, she comes in there like, like, a t- like she's trying to wrangle toddlers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And she's like, the kids, I want to put the kids in the song and da da da. But like, what Rodeo misunderstands about Brett, she's very attracted to Brett. I think she like really would like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, she misunderstands. Like, grew up, like, she's like his target audience. Right. That too. She's a target audience. Yeah. How she's like, she? uh, I don't think I ever found out, but I, she has to be older than Heather. She absolutely has to be. Maybe by. Like, I mean, I don't. Think she's somebody who like aged 
super great. Like in that yeah. way that like she spent a lot of time in the sun. Yes, um, that's exactly it. And I think just probably like genetics and just generally like the stress of being like taken out by God almost a couple of times. But like, I, I would say like, she's gotta be in her like mid thirties at this point, right? Yeah, she's like 35, 30. She's like probably 34, 35, but looks 37, 38. Yeah, yeah, that would be my guess. Yeah, I mean, you were to tell me that she was like, oh my God, yeah, no, she's totally shredded. But like, if you were to tell me she was like actually 30, I would. how where (laughs) but like Like another one who like looks great for her age because she's always looked a certain age exactly exactly um so and also the other thing is that i'm thinking about it brett didn't give them names thank god well yeah because it really was like uh, your name is toby now slave names that uh it's so true but like when when the whole line about that like i swear i'm sure production came up with it but like the the justification flav gives yes it's because he would not remember their names i wholeheartedly believe that but at least like brett i don't think like is does brett remember their names probably not but like he's polite enough and like you know pittsburgh enough to be like you know i'm just gonna call you sweetheart yes until i until it sticks yeah and i remember i was like i do not know where in pa he's from and i was like oh he's definitely from pittsburgh (laughs) because i was like he's aggressively a steelers fan yeah he's aggressively a steelers fan my husband is too but he's never even been to fucking pittsburgh because i feel like the the steelers and well because mike's a cowboys fan you know like i think there are certain and the uh and the packers like those are teams that like because they had periods of time where they were really good that they Uh, fans from wherever yeah um but yeah, no, Brett is, Brett is from Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, my mom, suburbs of Pittsburgh. my mom loves the Cowboys so fucking much. She changes her church schedule during football season because That's, she needs to be able to yeah. see them. And I remember being a kid because I'm not in like sports and stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. mom, why does everybody hate the Cowboys? And she looked at me with a fucking straight ass face and said, when you're the best, people will hate on you. I and swear to God, Mike has said something like that to me because I, when we started dating, I have this like whole process. I won't get into it now of how I decided who I was going to become a fan of. It's like a series of like criteria. And <laughs> well, my instant criteria was I can't be a fan of the Cowboys because I see the way people talk to him when they find out that he's a Cowboys yeah. fan. I'm like, I don't care enough about this sport to have a debate with you. Like I had to pick a team that was like respectable enough that people, I mean, there was a lot of criteria, but like one of them is that like respectable enough that like people hear I'm a fan of it, but like don't want to challenge me on it. and leave me Right. And my mom was like, but we don't care what they think because they're losers. And I was yeah. like, oh, she's never like talked to my mom's not a, like a competitive person like that. And we, but she said that shit straight faced, calm voice. And I was like, OK, I'm never going to ask you about this team again in my entire yeah. life. They take it so fucking seriously because they're used to being bullied so bad. I know. But also like so my husband has lots of Steelers. And he, he really loves his team. And every now and then I'll be wearing something of his that has the Steelers on it. But I won't pay attention to that. And people were like, it opens me up to a whole new group of people who will give me oh, head nods and cheers. Yeah. And like, I live in Texas. They don't, they still don't care. There's a lot of Steelers fans here. And yeah. they, they'll like, someone will want to give me a high five. And I'm like, girl, I don't know you. What are you coming up to me for? It's and- why I stopped wearing my brother and sister-in-law went to Penn State. And I stopped wearing Penn State stuff. Is it because I don't want to like have a conversation? Yeah. I don't want to have a conversation with you about Penn State. 
period. Yeah, that's exactly. So like, I was like, oh, he lives in a whole different world than I do because he's got this group of colleagues that all love the same team. Uh, Mike's Mike uh, has a cowboy tattoo and drives a Jeep. He's in, involved what? in like whole other worlds that I am not aware of at all. He like, really loves that team. He does. We got we got the tattoo when we went to Dallas. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, no, he had to get it there. It was a whole thing. Uh, they got their ass whipped by the Patriots. It was very awkward. But <laughs> was he sad or was he just like well, he was he was time. sad. Um, he expected it. And really, honestly, though, he got angry because we went to uh, New Orleans just a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not going to win. I'm not like and ironically enough, like the Saints were my team until Drew Brees dropped out and they put Jameis Winston in instead because Jameis Winston is allegedly a rapist. Um so I don't fuck with James Winston, but, uh, anyway, so I was like, no, I don't really want to go to the game. It was also Halloween and we had just gotten there the day before. I'm like, I'm not going, but now they were playing, uh, the Buccaneers and Tom Brady's obviously on that team. Now tell me why they fucking won. And he's more mad that he didn't get to watch Tom Brady get beat there, <laughs> like in a home city. Like then he was uh, like, it's like the Dallas anger got out. Well, my Dallas anger got outweighed by his because I had to throw my purse away. Why? Uh, because they didn't allow bags of that size in the stadium, but I didn't know. And I didn't have anywhere to put it. And the hotel was 45 minutes away. Oh my goodness. And I literally, and uh, this is like the fucking, this is the fucking New Jersey in me, right? That I'm like, look at me. I was like, look at me. I was like, you see in this bag, there's a fucking Yankee stadium ticket in here. I could bring this shit into Yankee stadium, which is arguably a bigger terrorist target than your little fucking stadium. But like- um, and you're going to tell me I can't bring this bag in here. And then the gag is we're so far from the point. I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, the bad. gag is later in the parking lot, somebody got shot. I'm like, be a little bit less worried about my fucking H&M <laughs> bag and be a little bit more worried about the shootings going on in your parking lot. I'm sorry. So we're do you still so miss far the bag? From the point. Oh my God. I think about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad about it. It was such a good bag. I would have like oh. tried to hide it in the bushes. I don't I know. Did. I wanted to, but I was like, I don't know. I'm such a like rule follower that I was just like, I, they were like, you can hide it in a bush, but there's no guarantee it'll be. Sure. There's no guarantee. And I was like, whatever, fine. And I had to carry my shit in a plastic, like giant plastic Ziploc. And I'm still oh. fucking mad about it. So the cowboy, now I fucking hate the cowboys. Before <laughs> well, you're like, so I think you're still a good sport because you like, still like care about these sorts oh, of I things. Oh, I sat through the game and there was no fucking service in the stadium because it was AT&T stadium. So if you didn't have AT&T, you didn't get service. What? Um, oh, I, I, sw- I had such a nice time in Dallas. It was honestly a really great city. I enjoyed myself a lot. Yeah, I, I like never Dallas. fucking, I will never go back to that fucking stadium. It's cur- <laughs> like, fuck them. Fuck I might that. have turned around and just not gone to the game. It was, if, if my hotel wasn't 45 minutes away, I would yeah. have thought about it. Yeah. Sorry, I don't, we I don't know so what, far from the point. What were we talking about? <laughs> rodeo? Oh, rodeo. rodeo. Rodeo gives me mom vibes. Rodeo gives me older vibes. Um, but oh, the reason I'm saying this is that they didn't give them names. She came in called Rodeo. Yeah, she she designated her own nickname, and I was not gonna question it. Her name is Cindy Steedle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which she looks like a Cindy Steedle, but she also looks like a rodeo, so. Yeah, I mean, she looks like a rodeo because that's what we call her and that's her name. So, I know, right. but like, it just fits. Like, I'm willing to accept you designating your own nickname. Well, yeah, you know? like, she didn't call herself, I don't know, like, Speed Demon or whatever. And I'm like, that doesn't even look like, you don't even look fast. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, 
So like they're leaving the area. By the time they leave that place, it's dark because they're in the limo and it's dark. I'm watching Real Housewives of Orange County. I'm rewatching from season four on because I believe four is the season they hit their stride. Okay, because I was I've been wondering about like when to actually pick up like orange like, i've watched it on and off before but like i i don't ever actually want to start from the beginning because i feel like it's a completely different show it's a completely different show season two is more of the same season three is when tamra barney shows up and tamra barney Ooh. changes that show but season four gretchen shows up and tamra okay. gretchen you know what i'm saying you yep. really get some stuff yep. going that's like the actual ogs like i forget exactly. most of who was on that cast outside of vicky and joe and like I, okay that's good to know thank so, you so I'm in season six right now. Um, and this is also, so in these seasons, like uh, Tamara's marriage breaks up, Vicky's marriage breaks up, Jeff dies, like Slade shows back up into the fold. So these are like really, really like good seasons. But everywhere they go, they're in a fucking limo. Everywhere yeah. they go. <laughs> I feel like people don't take limos anymore. Like it's like, it's no. starting to hit me now that it's like, that's not a thing. By the way, I wanted to tell you that the reason why you saw why you I think the reason why you thought of Vicky as somebody who would be like the type of person to go to a Brett Michael show is because Shannon Bedore did do that in one of the recent seasons Shannon Bedore Shannon Bedore left target um, audience. audience Shannon Bedore left uh some party at somebody's house I forgot who and uh Kate what like went dressed as Brett Michaels to a uh, poison or Brett Michaels concert that makes sense that makes sense also forgot who told me this but um Jeff's Gretchen's like old husband that died. I'm not fiance that died. Yeah. His oldest daughter was on Rock of Love Bus. I looked it Get up. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I looked it up. She went on the show like three days after he died. I I I mean <laughs> she looks horrendous. And not I like I'm not saying she's an ugly person. She looks so trashy. She looks so like and I'm like, oh, at that point, it was like parody of itself, right? Like, yeah. we're, we're so deep in all of these. Like, this is when VH1 was at that point the only thing most of us were watching most of yeah. the day. And I mean, by this like, point, at that point, it became parody of itself. Like, this point, um, they did uh, Flavor of Love 3, and that girl shit on herself. Another one shit on herself? Yeah. They did that on by the Two time of them to- shit on themselves? It's on, is it three or is it two? Two shit on her, like in two. Two shit on herself, three. Because they, they kept them all night. They kept them, like, they wouldn't let her go to the bathroom for, like, hours. Like, right. it's, I mean, granted, you should have been able to hold it, but yes, three had thing one and thing two. They were not cute. <laughs> and by this point, uh, Brett is getting back together with his baby mama. Like, Rock a Love Bus was like. The same a- thing with Flav, though, through this whole thing, like how Flav had his baby mama the whole time. Because yeah. he has a baby in between seasons two and three. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Brett was doing that this whole time too. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have a kid in between. His kids were older. Well, but, they're right, uh, right, right. But, but like, I like, mean, he was with that woman who, like his, the mother of his children the whole time. Yeah. I think her name is Christy. But Rocco of course it is. Bus is like, like. Well, they killed they somebody in that season, right? They killed somebody. somebody. Dies. The bus uh, got into an accident and killed somebody. I don't remember that. Oh yeah. It was like a whole thing. But okay, so Jeff's daughter on there three days after he dies. She, I was like, no wonder this one never appeared on Real Housewives of Orange County. Just her look really makes her like if she had shown up on Orange County, I would have been like, is she doing drugs with Lori's son? Like, because 
she just has a look to her and all you only saw his younger kids but someone like commented that on my patreon i was like oh, i have to look this up and once i did i was like that's oh my god nuts i that's did not know nuts. that wow and what's in common with all of them they wore they drove limos everywhere if you had to go to a party yeah. you got a fucking limo i cannot believe people did that people really were out here taking limos like I know. all the time that was so, like a thing to do yeah. remember taking limos to the airport like that was a thing people that did was too. A- no, I was poor. I was taking the super shuttle. Like I was, I had to get up at four o'clock in the morning to get to the airport because I had to take the super shuttle. That's how. That's how I rolled. I was not a Tamar Barney. <laughs> oh my god, that was where she gets in the big fight with Simon, right? Oh uh, yeah, she's in a she's in a limbo when she gets in a fight with, and they break up. It's technically where they break up. Yeah, um, they try to keep it together, but they but he basically calls her a bad mother. Cause she's That's not right. home alone. She's not home enough. But the thing they're not talking about is that Simon has lost his job at Fletcher Jones auto, either left or lost and is trying to sell tequila. And Tamara's a third year housewife. Tamara is doing events. Tamara. Right. Like is- this is her job. Like going like I, as counterintuitive as it might seem like all this bullshit is her actual fucking job. Right. And so you being like, you couldn't go bowling with us yesterday because you had an event. Like she can't say, yeah. And that's how we're going to pay the mortgage. She can't right. say this that is before. Him. This is pretty breaking the fourth wall. Exactly. Like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And so like, I like, I, you know, I hate Tamara. I think she's the most evil person. Oh my God. Awful. Like I, I think of, I think when we talk evil people on Bravo, Tamara Barney's top and Reza is right below her. Like, and Reza yeah. and Jay. Okay. <laughs> like, fair. I mean, like, willing to straight up cruel. Cruel. Like, like, people you've known for 10 years, like, been best friends for 10 years. You're willing to just get on a reunion and be like, this bitch is on drugs. <laughs> uh, like that time I, cause I had fallen off of Shaz and then I watched it cause I was going to be recording a, an episode about it with like a friend of mine on another podcast. Mm-hmm. And I watched the like season 10 recap where he fucking screams at MJ in front of everyone. Like maybe you wouldn't have had so much trouble conceiving if you didn't have all those abortions. Yeah. He got on the internet while she that was- is the meanest fucking thing. Like well, what is wrong with you? She was dying in the hospital. Like when that's she was right. That baby and he was on the internet tweeting uh screen crafts of uh text messages and saying that her uterus exploded because she had too many abortions and like you know we can call a timeout like if we can let's see if she pulls through the fucking surgery i'm all for like when they go low i go to hell but like there's there's depths to hell like yeah but like I consider Tamara Brown is the most evil person on Bravo. I rewatched the episode where she's gonna get um Gretchen naked wasted. Yeah. That's and cool. she, she absolutely like Gretchen is toddling in her shoes. Like if I had been there with her, I would have been afraid to leave her. I wouldn't have left her there. Yeah. Like you have we have to go home. You can't yeah. like go in the bathroom with somebody. You have to go home. It's like Oof. and they just kept filming. It's really bad. But I'll say that she. I was on her side with the Simon stuff and like oh yeah her coming to the show changes the show dramatically. It's really four, five, and six. I don't I think Heather Dubrow shows up in seven and that, you know, I don't know about that. I'm I love I I have not I can't speak to the most recent seasons of Heather, like the most recent season of Heather. I have to catch up. 
if I'm telling you, Heather was one of my favorite housewives because there was not a single fight that I didn't side with her because they were always just like, you're mean for correcting my grammar. And she's like, okay, but your grammar was wrong. Listen, I, I like fucking, Heather. I, I am like always like, I am, I am the Heather. Like I'm not as, I'm nowhere near as rich, but <laughs> rich, oh, you better believe. Oh, I, but how annoying I, I would be. I think she's great on the show. My problem is, is the way they treat her on the show is if she's like a wet blanket as if, like, like she's right, right about a lot of stuff. Right, then, most of the time. And they're mad. Like, right now, this new season, um, like, bringing someone, like, not telling me that someone's going to come on the show and accuse my husband of, like, botching her surgery, which, I mean, listen, you can't That's be, his livelihood. That's his like, livelihood. And, yeah. like, I finding out that people that I'm supposedly friends with are, like, talking behind my back and not saying things, like, I would... I would die on that hill too, but it's hard to watch on TV when everyone else is. So like Heather coming back, everyone's like, oh, Heather's going to save the franchise. And I'm like, guys, you guys hated Heather. All of you did. Exactly. You hated her because she was actually rich. You hate her. Actually, she had like a sincerely good relationship with her children. Her and her husband really get along. Um, Everything they do. Like, what's that quote? Like, whatever her line is, where it's like, my life's not perfect, but like, it's as close as it could be. And it's like, that's the truth. Like, yeah, like, and as much as going really great for you, (laughs) she and Terry like bicker at each other, but like, we also don't get like, well, Terry was seen with five women at the bar. Like, that's not so. Yeah, exactly. He knows his place and he's happy to be there. Yeah, uh, which so is like, not considering he's like an accomplished professional. Uh, you know, <laughs> for I better watched, or for worse. And he is, so, he loves to be on TV so much. He was on he the dies. Swan. He dies. He it's really right. wanted to be on TV. People, but people hate Heather, hate her because, because I think she like makes people, she makes like regular people feel inferior. But I'm somebody like Heather fights like I fight. So I'm, I, I enjoy it. Also, like the people who are like in like so confused about how she's friends with Gina has never been um, a New York or at least New York metro area person. In her state. <laughs> of course, uh, we will find each other and we will relate because the rest of these people are out of their fucking mind. You put like that was I like Gina from the beginning and I don't really know what she's totally up to. But you want to know why I fuck with Gina? Because I would be equally as confused all the time if you put me in the middle of Orange County. Of course, like it's so different than. Like even now, so I live in Texas now, but I am from the East and like I've lived most of my life there. And even now, like sometimes I have to explain, like my boss, my new boss is like from New York and my coworkers are always like, he is so rude. Like he never pauses so I can talk. And I was like, he is pausing. It's just quick. You got to get in there. You got to, right. You just have to, you have to interject. Like they're, they're like, we can't interrupt. I was like, yes, you can. Bullshit. And that's how we talk here. Yeah. If you don't interrupt, he's going to keep going. He's going to keep going. And they're, they're like, everything he says, they're like, that was rude. And I was like, that's not rude. He just said the thing he wanted. And then like, you wanted him to, like, I did have to sit with him once and be like, hey, we're going to rewrite this email that you're about to write, because that's not how you can talk to somebody. Right. He's, he's like, no, he's like, she came aggressive. We go more aggressive. I was like, no, no, no. Like, that's not what we're going to do right now, because it's only like, you don't understand how the CEO is. Like, I, I rewrote it with him because, but I go through stuff like that here all the time where I'm like, I have a certain sensibility that is not very um here so yeah and I understand how Heather and Gina like connect to each other totally but like I'm telling you by the second half of this season 
every person that talks about Orange County is going to hate Heather again because yes, 100%. they just don't like her. Um, but she starts season seven and I, I'm trying to get out of the rewatch before Gretchen proposes a slave. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to get out before that. But yeah, limos. So they're in this fucking limos. limo. They're in this fucking limo and they start drinking and I guess like Lacey's sad that she lost and she starts like kind of picking at, at Dallas and Dallas is like, Brett, where's animals too? So how come you haven't been like? That was like such a good point. And like, she's she's screaming at her because she's drunk. Like, yeah, which yeah. she deserves to be drunk. She busted her ass today. Yeah, she's probably, they probably had a medic because of insurance reasons. They've yeah. probably given her something, you know, like, That's and true. she's drinking. And so like, and like, like I said, I don't think the whole Lacey beef is like racially motivated, but there are microaggressions throughout. And just like the idea that Dallas in a, in a limo full of women is like screaming at her and it's not, she's not upset. She's just like happy that she's like making her point yeah. and like trying to talk over all the chatter that it's like, Lacey's like, wow, she was like out of control. Like, you know, like whatever, all this stuff, blah, blah. It's like, no, she just like proved you very obviously wrong and you didn't have a comeback for it so she was yeah. proud of herself yeah and even so they get back to the house and like like Lacey's talking head she's like you don't walk away from me you don't do this and oh, I'm like please she so Lacey puts on a pita shirt I guess and okay then- this cracked me up because it reminded me of like West Side Story or like the, the pre-rumble <laughs> like the Jets are gonna have their way tonight <laughs> and like everybody's in their own way like getting ready like off yeah. to the side yeah I, like had that, I thought that this time and I looked and I had it in my notes from last time. <laughs> at least you're consistent like, yes Dallas and her like people that like her or mostly hate Lacey I don't know if they like her but they're like hyping her up she puts on every piece of animal she can i think she's borrowed some pieces from other people oh yeah which is great because it's 2007 like people have animal print around (laughs) yeah they have animal print they have leather shoes they have this and that so she comes down and she's like kind of doing like a catwalk to it and lacy i guess they kind of confront each other they don't it's not a fight but what happens is that once they kind of yell at each other a little bit dallas leaves the area and lacy follows her all around the house yeah and like it's frustrating because it's definitely not like what anybody sort of had in mind but it's also and like you can tell that people are really uncomfortable about the direction it's taken uh but nobody yeah but nobody is defending dallas which is like i I don't know that when this is happening they've already eaten dinner like fucking rodeos and her curlers and her and her uh, mama, uh, her face mask, and her, her face like, mask. She's wearing like a, a like a, a shimmery like. Uh, she looks like those outfits that TLC were wearing in a creep. creep. Like yes. she's she's wearing. She's already you know she's already put her lotion on in that very specific, like yeah. mom way. Yeah, everybody else is not is still wearing makeup and stuff. Rodeo has told turned down for the night, so I feel like it's late at this point, and. I think what happened is as it went on, more people kind of like left the area. And so what Mm. we're watching is Dallas just kind of trying to go around this house with Lacey following her and continually puts her hands on her, not in a, 
aggressive way, but in a, I told you to get the fuck off me and you keep touching me way. To me, it seems perfectly valid, which had, this was like, we used to do this thing, like an iconic line of the week where I used to insert uh, lines from the show. And I, my, my line this week was, I really don't appreciate it when hoes touch my face. (laughs) Dallas had some good lines. She does. So there, she's kind of like, Dallas ends up pushing her. She's like pushing her. She's not like, okay. So everybody listening to this podcast knows that I feel like I'm, I don't like to fight. But if you put me in a position, I'm never going to let you, I'm, my hands are not going to be at my side when you come over here. So uh-huh. if I'm walking away from you and we're in an argument and you follow me, you might get what you came for. Okay. So that's- 1000%. Like the fact that Dallas was able to hold back as much as she was, she's a better person than me. In this absolutely. Regard. I would have turned around and slugged her because I'm trying to leave the situation. And you will not let me. Um, but what happens is Dallas does some, get some pushes in. But what happens is Rodeo and her brute fucking Rodeo force strength grabs her. Get like off of her, I said. <laughs> like she's arresting her. She's got her arms behind her back. And like and she comes over calm as can be. Yeah. Just very casually, like, like swoops her arms underneath Lacey and is like, here's what we're not going to fucking do. <laughs> like mind you all of this is happening on the stairs now my hill to die on the entire show like when we were doing our episodes on this was like Lacey is wrong as fuck for dragging Jess in the pool because she could have killed her or very severely injured her and again the the choice to fight on the stairs to me was not a coincidence like she does not give a shit if she actually she could she could just as easily be like oh like I didn't mean for it to go this way. Meanwhile, like Dallas is like paralyzed. Yeah. Those yeah. are like metal stairs. Like it's not a like I hate to sound like a wet blanket about it, but like it's not a fucking game. Like people can get legitimate. Like if you want to fight in the middle of like the living room, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. You're on stairs. This is not a place to be playing around. I yeah. said something like somebody's mom. <laughs> <laughs> and like I know I the way I, I, I feel like people have this assumption that I had a lot of fights when I was a kid or that I grew up in like a rough areas. and But that's not true. I just, I actually hate fighting and I hate like being in any kind of physical altercation because I would never, that's not the way I want to live my life. But I grew up with the idea that like, we're, you're, you're going to try to hit them. Like, you're not going to like, yeah. Like you have to defend yourself. You have exactly to, because they they could do like serious damage to you. So if somebody's coming at me, like I take my personal space seriously, and especially if I've asked you to get away from me. And- I think a lot about like Kenya and Portia, and yeah. how like yeah, obviously Portia is is well, not in the right. Yeah. But like after somebody has been yelling in your face with a megaphone and waving a wand in your face, what else are you supposed to, like, I'm sincerely asking, what else are you supposed to do but beat their ass? And Andy's chuckling about it. I just read right. Diamonds and Rosé and they're like the only was it good? person, it was good. It takes a long time because it's not narrative. It's really just right. like an oral history. The uh-huh. only person in the fucking room in production that thought, oh, this is a problem was Carlos King. And- they said that he was running before it even started towards the set because, mm. and Carlos says, he's like, I just know that that's not like, that was going to, that I knew what was going to happen. You cannot do that. Right. And, because everybody's sitting like a lot of reasonable people were sitting who don't like to fight. We're sitting at home going, 
well, what else is she supposed to do? What is she supposed to do? The mediator's joking, laughing over there. She's calling yeah. you a slut in your face with a megaphone and like wave. And originally Candy Oof. was sitting between them and Candy yeah. was like, stop. And they moved Candy over to another and they continued to allow. And I'm like, okay, so, and she didn't even beat her up. She dragged her, which is like yeah. different than curb stomping you. Which is basically like, that's that's enough. Yeah. And so like, I, so I'm on Portia's side there. I don't think, of course you need to control yourself, but I'm on Portia's side. She's not right, but I under, I don't agree, but I understand. Yeah. And like, when it comes to the Monique and Candace thing, I agree Mm -hmm. that you can't get in someone's face and yell, drag me and then cry. And I, but but I'm okay with saying Monique, you're in the wrong here, but Candace don't act like right. you, you were right there in her face, screaming at her and saying, drag me, drag me, drag me. And then she dragged you. So what do you want? I hate, I hate a bitch who throws stones and hides her hand. Period. Yeah. And that's a, and like Monique, like I, the, the, don't get me wrong. Monique spent the summer trying to convince us that Candace hopped on the table, and kicked her in her face. She, Monique was lying. Mm-hmm. But the fact is she, the, uh, Candace provoked the fight. Yeah. And it, I mean, does Monique need to be running through the hall, like trying to get in the car, jump in the car and get her? No, but. That's literally I, only because she probably didn't get enough hits in. She's like, no, I didn't make this clear enough to you. Yeah. <laughs> you and, know? And like, I know that people think that's trashy or whatever. You can think all you whatever. want to, but I, the fact is like, I like, I don't know. Not everyone was raised the way you, you were raised. Not everyone came from where you came from. And so you really do need to caution yourself and getting people's personal space. Because don't like challenge people to fight you and then be shocked that they want to fight you. Candace, she's never been in a fight, I guess. Why would you yell that? Okay, so I have theories on. So Candace, uh, because she grew up, I think like until she went to Howard, she went to school with almost exclusively white kids. Um, as As a black woman who went to school with exclusively white kids, people just assume you will fight them so they generally leave you alone like I've never Uh, I wasn't in a fight until I was in college and like that was because I went through most of school with girls going like oh she'll she'll beat you up which I'm like (laughs) I don't know where the fuck that's coming from like I I have not done anything to give you that impression I would probably lose a fight if we're being very honest like I'm very physically weak so (laughs) you know my upper body strength is zero you could probably get me, but I'm not going down without swinging. <laughs> yeah, no, but like my thing is Candace has probably been in enough arguments with like white girls who all they really needed to see was her move her neck a little bit to be scared uh... and running away. So like, yeah, once you're encountering somebody like like Monique, who's like, no, I'm not going to let you fucking now I've got this baby out of me, bet. Like, <laughs> there's no child what? that could be harmed in this process. Oh, I'm going to whoop your ass now. You've had I- this coming. I have been saying Candace needed an ass whooping and she got one. And I think she needs another one, to be honest. I think because she-, she has not really learned from her mistakes. She you know, I have to not. say, I I I've come around on Candace quite a bit. Um Me too. It, it seems like she is because I did a whole thread on Twitter like a while back where I was like, here's what makes Kenya Moore the best villain in the Bravo universe. Yeah. Like not the most evil, but like the best She's villain. Good. Um it's like a whole long thing, but like part of it was like Candace. It was like I feel like Candace is starting to realize that she doesn't enjoy living her life like this. Mm. Like she's perpetually a victim in her own mind, and like, but I think it's coming to. It's like clicking for her slowly that like she is 
the cause of this. Like if she, not necessarily that she's a cause, but if she doesn't make changes, she's going to continue living this way. Kenya does not have that part of her brain. Mm. Um, and I think, I don't know, like I just see potential in Candace, but she does walk it back. But then again, like, look who she's around. They're all fucking awful. So. Yeah, I mean, they're all awful. Don't get me wrong. There's no good people in the show because a good person would be like, I don't want to go to a show and argue with women all day. Right? Yeah, that's that's they, they would say no, never. I'm too Especially busy. at this juncture of reality television when, like, we know that that's what it is now. Yeah. But I think of Lacey as sort of a Kenya. She, totally. She totally. feels like she's doing stuff to make the show as opposed, or talking to production. It feels like like this does not serve her in many ways, this thing that's going on with Dallas. So what is your motivation here besides you're like one of these things doesn't look like the other? Well, I think what's interesting is like if she was actually a strategic player, she'd be going after the girls. Like she wouldn't be waiting until closer to the end to try to get at the girls who are bigger threats to her winning. Yeah. Uh, she's picking off the easy targets at this point. That's just like, mm, you're playing this game wrong but again it's like kenya is in that same way somebody who is perpetually surrounded by the worst possible people but somehow she is the victim in all of this but she does a lot of the aggression like i was watching girls trip and like fine ramona was terrible to her through a lot and kenya is going through some real fucking shit during the course of girls trip but for kenya to embarrass ramona in that way was just like gross it was gross to watch like and that's kind of like what Lacey is throughout all of this where she's just like you know, like, I can't believe this is happening to me. I'm just trying to like, you know, win Brett's heart. And it's like, but I'm going to literally potentially push people to their deaths more than once. Yeah. Well, Rhodey takes her down and like has her hands behind her back. I was like, Rhodey, did you work in law enforcement? Cause this is, have you been a prison guard? Like this is too. I just can't like get off of her ass. <laughs> and Lacey doesn't show any aggression or doesn't even, she's just laughing at it's, kind of it's at scary. Yeah. It's scary the way she's just like, I'm calm. I don't see, like, I'm good. Like, yeah. That's, that's really unsettling to me. And, and then in the talking head, she's like, and Dallas got away from me again. I'm like, what? Like, I, what do you want? Like, what? Because I guess she wants Dallas to hit her. And so that is a racial component of this because I think. She thinks that if she can get down, like she is if she, if she can get Dallas to play into the angry black girl. Like, I don't think yeah. she's consciously thinking of it that way, but like, I think that it is easy to make the black girl angry in her mind. So yeah, and she people, well like, lean in. I, I'm telling you a lot of times in work situations, I have to be very careful about how I'm going to say things. I think about it a lot because mm-hmm. as soon as I show up, everyone was like, well, she was really aggressive. And I'm like, all I said was, could you please put paper in the copier? Like oh, yeah. what? What? Oh yes. And it's also I'm, I am a person that speaks like I can speak very plainly when I want things, and I don't mm-hmm. think I need a lot of like you know flowering up stuff. And most people aren't used to that. And then also they they may not be able to say it consciously, but they think of me a certain way because I'm a black woman that looks the way I do. Yeah. And like if I were like a five foot tall Asian woman who I do work with who is actually aggressive, aggressive. They take all kinds of shit from her. I mean, the next thing you know, she's going to have a fucking knife in her hand, but they're going to be like, that is really cute. And, oh, but- I mean, like I am like, look, I'm obviously very light. Like, you know, 
very much biracial grew up in predominantly white environments like but like I I think all the time about like when I was at work and there was I had a white passing Latina coworker who would straight up bully people including one of our managers like legitimately like was a bully in the office mm-hmm. but I remember one time where I brought up a legitimate concern that would have made everybody's jobs harder in a meeting and I had to have a closed door meeting about my tone <sighs> exactly and you're I was like, like, people are getting straight up bullied in this fucking office and you're worried about the way I'm bringing up my points. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. And then it's happened to me too often. So I already, I already know the fucking deal. So I'm like, I know that part of, she is trying to push Dallas to an edge. I mean, she says this. And I'm her. wondering how much of the fact that Dallas is not giving into it is a consciousness about that. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, she is like, because even I, the way Lacey handles the the description of the story to Brett is very, oh. like, I can't, like, I she, like, pushed me multiple times. It's like, yeah, because you were in her, she was telling you to back up from her. She wasn't, like, going out of her way to push you. She, you, you, tell were you were physically in her? her, right, were you, like, warriors screaming, like, come out to play, like, around the <sighs> whole goddamn house, and then, like, in her face after that? That's important context, uh, but, you know, who cares? <sighs> All right, so they end up going on dates. So they're getting two dates, right? They're because it's four women. They do two and two. Magdalena and <sighs> Sam go out first with Brett. He's wearing his wig, which he's got some braids in there, and he's got a skull cap on top of it. I want to know who the fuck is doing his hair. <laughs> who we're who never is- gonna see his hairline for no. he's gonna die with that shit on. No. So the, here's what the date. They said it was like a, a drive-in movie. The date is him showing pictures of his life. I <sighs> What a terrible date. <laughs> um, and the worst part is like, he thinks that they're going to think it's interesting. Like obviously production set all of this up and mm. I, I get it where he's like, they want to get to know me better, which it's like, yeah, like you wanted more. It, like, I forgot all, that all this happened, but it was like, yeah, you always like want a more intimate date so you can like talk. And like, he does not, he's like, oh, this is my life. Like he showed like the behind the music. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. They did not care. Like these women in their twenties did not give a single fuck about what you were up to. No, but when they get done with that part, he's talking to Sam. And like, the truth is Sam has a lot to say about music and about rock culture. She seems like a rock girl. I mean, Mm -hmm. look at her haircut. And so, and that they get along with that. And Magdalena's like, I don't have any of that to talk about. So she ends up kissing him with a strawberry in her mouth. Well, she also (laughs) makes the point where she's like, and this was smart of her to do. If Brett was like a different kind of person, he might've actually taken it seriously. But like, where she's like, you know, I'm this just like the fact that I don't know anything about your music just proves that I'm really here for you. Okay. Which is such a good like 2000s reality. Why would she be there? She didn't know his music. So when they say. Because she she wants to be on television. She's very clearly like a model and like wants to get her career off the ground. Like not necessarily off the ground, but like moving in a different direction. Yeah. And you know, why not date? Like, and again, like I don't, he's not like, especially at this point, like not awful looking. We're just like, "Mm, this is what I have to deal with to, you know make no. my way in the world like certainly could be worse you could be with flavor flame you could be on flavor of love instead <laughs> and he's not so he's not bad looking he's not that old he i mean he dresses horrendously but that we can talk about and so yeah like i don't i don't understand why brett maybe he's done it since while brett hung on to this fucking hair why did he cut his hair i think it's like part of his 
image. Like, but there's he, so many people that. That but he also doesn't have like a John Bon Jovi head of hair who's like, yeah, obviously I can't rock that big like 80s, whatever. Any like so many of these, like the Motley Crue, well, no, I guess Sebastian Bach still has for better or for worse. I'm mean, not Sebastian Bach. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Vince Neil. Uh, Vince Neil is still, it's still, you know, there for dear life. You should you get know? Vince Neil and Brett Michaels mixed up. <laughs> I don't blame you, I guess. Um, well, oh, he looks horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, looks- it's not a good situation um which oh, side wow. note to this entirely uh uh nikki six's memoir is one of the best celebrity memoirs i've ever read because oh, like wow. he's, he's doing diary entries fully on heroin like oh, really wow. well written deep ass diary entries on heroin um i'm really impressed it's highly recommended uh but yeah like i mean and most of them despite their hard living you know like have embraced uh whatever oh it's literally called the heroin diaries oh yeah he's writing diaries on heroin and so oh my god oh it's it's, really good it's literally called that yeah wow oh good definitely check it out yeah definitely definitely check it out um but yeah like most of them have uh adapted to the change but like i think that brett is like afraid of not being that i think that's why he doesn't mind still performing every rose has its thorn and stuff (laughs) because he's like the second i the second I actually adapt, they won't like me as much. Like if I try to adapt, they won't like me as much. True. True. He, also, he knows he's no John Bon Jovi. He knows he's no Tommy Lee. Like, you know, yeah. it's just, it's not for him. Also, he wrote it. So I, I'm sure every time they play it, he gets a little something, something. So yeah, I'm still shocked. He like, I mean, I guess he must have the master, like the rights to it, like beyond. Like, I'm surprised that they're able to play it as much. Like all of these songs, really. <sighs> yeah those pictures they showed of him when his hair was like really like during the hair band days and he's got like a six pack and no shirt on uh-huh. and i'm like you probably have slept with so many fucking women you he was like hot back like by 80 standards he was hot like yeah. back then yeah like i don't blame anybody and then like seeing some of that roll over like i think like mike and i talked about this while we were doing our show that it's like whatever because I guess if I was around that age, right, like if we were to translate that now, it would probably because of how old most of those women are, you'd have to go like slightly above what I was interested in. So like this would be like a new kids on the block, like one of those guys would be mm. who I would hypothetically be competing for. I could see that. They all aged horribly. So no, thank you there. Even Jordan like, Knight, because, you know, whenever yeah. it gets a little cool and it finally got cold around here. I play uh, Give It To You because he's wearing this. Um, he's got, he's at a carnival. Looks like a fall carnival. And he's wearing a, a fucking uh, turtleneck. I was like, this is a fall song. Hold on. I'm going to look up what he looks like now. I don't think it's good though. I don't know. I'm scared of people from Boston. So <laughs> same, same. Uh, I just, right especially there. a white man. Mm-mm, no, it's, it's terrifying. Um, It's better than i thought it would be but it's not great yeah. and he looks like um, himself i'll give you that he's the rest so, of them don't yeah in that video he's wearing a leather jacket and a turtleneck i was like this is a, this is a <laughs> halloween song yeah fall anthem yeah it's fall anthem <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i you're right it will be somebody like him it would be it would be like a backstreet boys it would be a backstreet boy if it was like gen z like you know, like it has to be just because most of these women are in their 20s and 30s. So they were like, yeah, like okay. early teens, maybe. But like hair metal was different because it wasn't like targeted at 
girls. Like it was targeted at like maybe teenagers, but like these women were slightly younger. Like, I guess if my timeline is correct, right? Yeah. And then, then the women get younger and younger as the seasons go on. Of course they do. Because they want to get on TV, right? Because now we've seen the show and, you know, this is a time when you'd be doing club appearances to make your money. Right. 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 So you you get on a show like this, you get a little popular. I'm talking, um, not hottie. What is her name? The funny one from uh, Flavor of Love. Goldie. Goldie. You think you don't think Goldie hosted a bunch of shit in Atlanta for the year after that show went on? I think about like I don't know why, like, especially because he's from Jersey. But like, uh, what's his name? Twelve Pack. Like yeah. that's what they were. That's how uh, Twelve Pack and Heather ended up hooking up. They were doing these types of things. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it makes sense they would hook up together. Uh huh. Yeah. So like, so when season two rolls around, there's these much younger group that's like, yeah, I have taken a leave of absence at the strip club and I'm here to get on TV and I will be doing perform. I will be doing club appearances immediately after I get off of this. I'm just picturing it now like stripper Olympics. Like you're just like, they all like parade in with their little like flags from their respective clubs. (laughs) (laughs) They're just competing for like the gold medal of strippers, which is like dating an eighties hair metal star. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So Sam does not, you, you're right. She does the not, she does the, I'm not like these other girls. She doesn't she really want to kiss She's not him. like other girls. Uh, yes. She reads books mm-hmm. and she has deep thoughts and feelings. And she has wings tattooed on her tits. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What does that mean? It's so ugly. You remember when people get those tramp stamps with the wings on either side? Yeah, like the the only reason that I like talked myself out of like wanting to that eventually in the 2000s was like it looks like you're flying from a very specific part of yeah, your yeah. back. Yeah, that's weird. It's so it's very weird. So she's you're right. She's I'm a not other girls type of thing, and she does not that. That said, I don't disagree with her that it is weird. I'm not okay. Yeah, no, you don't. You know, I watched Married right. at First Sight, right? Mm-hmm. And I, what always bothers me about Married at First Sight is that people will be on this show. It's like, I think it's like 90 days maybe. And they'll be 60 days into living with someone and being like, I can't sleep with them because I don't know them well enough. When I know that if you had just gone to a club and met some dude and done like two dates, you you would have slept with him by then. Like, I don't right. know. Like, why are you acting like this person that you legally married and now have been living with for two months? It's impossible for you to have sex with them. Like I've absolutely fucked people in last time. Right. Did. Like- I don't <laughs> want to get to know you before I have sex with you. Imagine me having to figure out where you grew up and then find out that you are bad in bed. If any, right, exactly. I would much rather have sex with you and then get to know you. Yeah. Absolutely. That's how I feel. And so when Sam's like, I don't want to kiss him, he's kissing all these other girls. I'm like, okay, but you're telling me that you couldn't have just like gone to a concert, met somebody, hung out and make, made out with him? The only reason why I'm like a little bit on her side is because it is like back to back to back, back to back to back. Like, so you like, know, from a, I'm not like a, I'm not like a germaphobe type person, but I but we're in a pandemic. feel like that would kind of skeeve me out a little bit. That's all. I mean, now we're in like a COVID like era. Every that, time like, they kiss each other, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> right. I'm just like, oh, bro. Like, and especially, I mean, not to be like slushing me at all, but it's like, you don't know what people in general, like diseases and stuff, like and not even like STIs, but like or straight just, up, like things people are bringing into the house, cold sores and shit. Like, or just, you breath. know, you don't know. 
like somebody's like his breath has been he's, he's has mouth over everybody and now he wants to put his so i get that part what i am saying though is that like you would kiss people that you did not know what they've been doing or all day in a regular situation the reason it's weird now is because you can see him and i get that part but i'm wondering if it's like third if it's like you don't want to break the fourth wall thing where they're like you can't say that it's because he's kissing a bunch of other girls and that's weird for you on to like tell them like i mean i think she does say something to that effect but like i feel like there's something this is when we were like holding the integrity of the fourth wall like it was a fortress yeah and, like, fuck the fourth I, wall <laughs> i mean right i know i'm team fuck the fourth wall but like i think I'm guessing that it's probably like, I don't think she, well, I think also she talks about how she was like cheated on and emotionally abused, like prior, yeah. like just prior. So I think she's doing a lot of like, I'm not going to put myself out there Which to is get why you heard should be again. On show. Absolutely. But like, I think that is also part of the logic. Weirdo. But you know. so she ends up kissing him though. And says she wants to have an orgasm in the middle of the room, but it makes her uncomfortable because other people are here. Girl, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I was like, oh, so. <laughs> Fine. Also, the idea of having an orgasm off a of kissing, like, there's no way he's that good. Like, please. I don't know. He's the moment is not that erotic. I'm I... sorry. Like, in front of a whole camera crew, production crew, when on your third day, it's only your third day out here. Like, and Magdalena. It's, that, it's still that erotic. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Um, so that's their date. But the next date is Brandy M, right? It's M's yes. rodeo. And they go on their date. Now, when they two, when they come out, the two of them do not like they go into the same place. <laughs> I said, I have in my notes that uh, Brandy's dress looks like those slippers, uh, those shoes that we all wore in the 2000s. I didn't wear them, but like people wore in the 2000s with those little flowers on them. Uh, it, is, it is culturally insensitive to call them Chinese slippers. But if I say it, people will know what I'm talking about. So, know. Yeah, you're right. They do have like, yeah, yeah. So she looks like that. But Rodeo has on these white shorts and this very lacy kind of like tank top or whatever. I'm like, where the fuck are you guys going? And where they're going is to Ashley Page. Do you remember Ashley Page? So I didn't, but then I looked her up and I was, I feel like the name sounded familiar. And then I looked her up and I was like, oh yeah, she did a lot. Like I saw that she was on Keeping Up With like Keeping Up With yeah. Kardashians when and they Janice went down Dickinson's modeling show. Mexico. <gasps> the time, to- uh, okay. Right? So that was like a running joke between my roommate and me that like in college, uh, her family, cause she was from Long Island and we were in Albany and like, Obviously, she wouldn't be able to go home very often. So she'd get on Facebook every once in a while and see they had a family party without her. So the running joke was, and we've talked about this on the show before, it's not intentionally misgendering, like, that, like, Caitlin doesn't mind being called Bruce back when she presented as Bruce. Caitlin's very, like, she she is regressive views about being trans but that's not right. my place to comment yeah, well, on. whatever she wants i don't care whatever but she my wants. but my friend used to say like she she's like oh great i got bruce jennered again because back when like bruce ever like they would do all this shit yeah yeah, yeah, the yeah. Last to know. right right caitlin would be like dropping kylie off at fucking school and then look on twitter and they're like on a plane to europe or something exactly yeah exactly like that but that's when this happened. And Ash, they were modeling Ashley Page um, bikinis. Because remember, they're big friends with Joe Francis. By the way, Joe Where Francis. Where is he? 
oh, he's still in Mexico. I think he stays down there because he's got all, you know, Joe France has been held by gunpoint many times and they put something in, like they like sexually assaulted him. Huh? Like they put something in his butt (gasps) and made him like talk about, that's what I think. Like this has happened twice. And now, right now, I guess he's married. He has twin daughters. They've been reported missing, but they're in a custody dispute. Like the what? wife is gone. They've been reported missing in Mexico. So the he wife, like didn't decide to settle down at all. I guess he did, but like, I feel like like at one point after he had, he went through all his, you know, he's he's a terrible person. He went through all his like legal shit, and he'd been like, uh, like I don't know, held hostage a couple of times. He, um, he kind of like got married and like settled down in that house in Mexico. The wife has left taking the two daughters and he's reported them all missing she's posting pictures on instagram with the girls like we're fine and like the police are looking for them jesus christ yeah like and i feel bad those kids are the kids of joe francis anyway right right that's that's like the money that you have like your inherited wealth is at the expense of literally thousands of young drunk women and you either grow up like incredibly ashamed of that or you or you lean into it you're like so what they wanted it like that kind of stuff yeah so there's only two ways to go with that and not only that your parents are in a custody dispute where one of them is kidnapping the you yeah and like you're on the fucking news (laughs) like i but that all came up as soon as i saw ashley page i was like oh joe francis (laughs) um he also had her own reality show on mtv which i don't remember what it's called but the the store she makes her crochet bikinis out of has one Latino man working in the back who makes the bikinis. And in this show, it was very much like a Kelly Catrone type of thing. Mm-hmm. Anything happened to that dude, the whole fucking operation went down. Like if he got a fucking hangnail. Well, and it's every- done now. The yeah. whole thing is done now. So. Yeah. But I just remember thinking, you should get two people, Ashley. Like, you only at least your whole business. You know how to sew, Ashley. You should get back there because this is not viable. But that she was on so many reality shows. She was all over MTV. I love that the credits under her name are like bathing suits worn by Jessica Alba, Pamela Anderson, and Carmen Electra. (laughs) It's like. Two out of three of those references would not be impressive <laughs> today is yeah. standards. Excitement yeah. for the Pam and Tommy miniseries aside, like, let's be honest with ourselves. I know. It felt like she got like a little bump where like, I mean, the reason it was worn by those women is because you gave them to them for free. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, obviously. So like she got a little publicity bump. She gave away some bikinis and then she was on a lot of reality shows and then she was gone. Mm hmm. That's a lot of these people were like that, right? Like there's a whole generation of these people who, you know, I don't know why Bobby Trendy was the first one to come. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Why Bobby Trendy was the first person I thought of, but yeah. I wonder what he's doing. Um, (laughs) I hope he's doing great. I loved him. Yeah, but still like, what a name to pull out of your subconscious girl. <laughs> you know what? My friend, because my my best uh, friend through like middle school and high school is obsessed with Bobby Trendy. Like mm. he dressed up as him for Halloween one year, which should have been assigned to all of us. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I just I, I hope he's doing great. I, I asked Kara to do a where are they now with the Anna Nicole Christmas special. Oh, did you? 
now i've been listening to kara's patreon she's doing a deep dive into each kardashian and she did a chloe episode that was so fucking good she, oh i have to go listen you have to listen chloe dated little romeo when chloe was 22 good for her. Wait, and romeo right. was 17 oh, okay <laughs> i take back what i said i'm sorry i did not do the math i i was i was doing the math as i was saying it out loud i'm sorry everyone i don't support that not only is his name little romeo which like i am absolutely not attracted to children so anybody with a little or like yeah. something like that i'm like uh, i don't like that but all he was also graduating high school and master p put chloe out of the graduation party <laughs> <laughs> and little romeo because it was like oh it's late my dad's kind of strict and kara posits that no maybe he didn't want a 22 year old he thought it was weird that a 22 year old was dating a high school senior i think both things him. can be true I think, both, I think both things are true because like that's the thing because like I had a big crush on him but like we're the same age yeah yeah, yeah. well <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like all right Chloe and I are not the same age that's <laughs> weird yeah like anyway she did a really anyway. great episode she's doing one on like all like all the darkness behind each one and right. like so guys listening to this go listen to Kara's Patreon it is so fucking good um I don't know why I'm talking about that but <laughs> Uh, so they're doing all the, 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 oh, we're talking about characters that went away and I was thinking about little Romeo. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't go away. He's doing ICDC, DC. <laughs> oh, that's ICDC college. Oh my God. The way that came, the way I cannot remember a single thing on a daily basis. And that jingle came back to me immediately. Yeah. Well, he you was. know, he's on growing up hip hop or he was, and they that's were right. clowning him and masterpiece shows up to be like, going to college isn't, isn't lame or whatever <laughs> i remember there was like a time where it was like he's a really big basketball fan and maybe he'll grow up to be a basketball player and he did yeah. not end up that tall i don't think so no, i don't think so either oh and- no hope for him sorry yeah Can't all be, ne- uh whatever like whose son is like actually on a college football team and good big boy i think so like there's so yeah. many of them though i yeah. think like but Little Romeo is going to be Little Romeo for the rest of his life, just like we refuse to call. Well, because he didn't Lil have Bow a good. Well, right. I'm going to call Lil Bow Wow because he's forever embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> like if he if he like had a better transition into being an adult that wasn't humiliating in a variety of instances. So um, many. <laughs> I think about that time that he was like, "Oh, I'm at a private plane and someone took a picture behind him." I was like, "No, you're not." Why That's would you so do that? Look, that is embarrassing, and also. Bow Wow, no one believes you can afford a private. Like, come on, man. It's just like he assumed that people wouldn't think about it that hard. Because I feel like when a lot of people, this is my like hail to the die on about celebrities in general, is that like people see somebody that is doing better than them and like wish the worst for that person. But it's like, you don't realize most of these people are not actually doing better than you. Oh yeah. Uh, Rich paycheck to paycheck is very different. Yeah. But like so many celebrities go into foreclosure all the fucking time. And he's they, absolutely one of them. Do you think that he's on like whatever love and hip hop, whatever, like whatever show he was on because of like, he just felt like doing no, it. No, like, I don't think he's on Wii TV for the press. Right, of all the channels. <laughs> that's so embarrassing. Right. He's not even on love and hip hop. Oh, <laughs> so I'm like on the second rate version of that. And then his own daughter was doing the, let me hold you challenge on TikTok. Yeah. Humiliating. Yeah. I love it. Oh, so Rodeo just talks and talks and talks. And this is where she also explains that she, God is trying to fucking kill her. And 
Wait, did you know, by the way, that this, I had written in my original notes that this hotel is apparently very significant in the Beverly Hills 90210 universe? No. Because it is, it is apparently the location for many historical events on the show, including Kelly and Dylan, Kelly and Dylan's infamous pool scene where Dylan resided before he moved to, into his pool house. And of course the Donna Martin graduates prom incident among others. I don't know what any of those things mean, but like. I do. I I know you do. I definitely watched that show. It was, I remember when it first came on and I was talking to someone, I was like, there's a new show on, they're twins. They go to Beverly Hills High. And I, and I watched that show so like, so fucking hard. And I remember thinking it was really sad that uh, Tori Spelling was so ugly. And I like, I remember yeah. she was so ugly. And now I'm like, Princess, what the fuck were you thinking? She was not ugly, but they just, I, I don't I mean, know. She's, I, she's just con- not as conventionally attractive as a lot of that's other what it were. is and for the 90s that meant you were ugly <laughs> yeah and then I'm like you know I'm an avid tabloid reader since I was fucking right? six years old and the tabloids are basically like oh look she's so ugly and look how sad she is because she's ugly and like when you go back and think about it a lot of what they were talking about was the fact that she, ethnically she looks different than Jenny Garth and Shannon Doherty like her father's Jewish she she comes from Jewish people. They were like really focused on her nose. And like now I can recognize that for being like steeped deep down anti-Semitism. A lot of it was deep down misogyny. And like there's all this shit just like under the surface. And it's almost like the Matrix where some where you don't even see it until somebody points it out to you and goes, hey, look at that over there. And you can never unsee it again. And I think like a tiny bit of that too is like people want to hate on her because her dad shoehorned her into the show. Like true, true. Like she would not have gotten in on merit for a variety of reasons, including by 90 standards, not being conventionally attractive. Right. And she, and they'll never let her live that down. She'll lie to you. And oh, she, she's telling you the truth. Like she said someone else's name on it, but like, I know what the boss of daughter looks like, man. I know. Right, exactly. Like, like we, you weren't fucking hanging around at the coolest show that Like, there was. we didn't go to your Christmas party? Come on, right. man. We know what you look like. So you can say that all you want to, but the fact is, he was the final decision on who gets hired or not. So exactly. what does that mean? Um, but yeah, like that. And also, did you just see Jay Ellis did a, um, I guess a TikTok where he was talking, where he- <gasps> Oh, that colorist bullshit. How he was right. like, oh, weird. Oh, weird. How oh, like the lightest skin, light eyes and the Asian one are the only ones he, uh, he doesn't need, need a shot. any shots to drink. Right. But I bet you Jay Ellis, when he made that video was like, if you had been like, hey, you don't think it's a little colorist how the dark skin ones, you need a bunch of shots. And and he would have been like, what do you mean? But this is oh, totally it's steeped in us. And like you have to like look at it from different and like you have to listen sometimes to people explaining to you why something is the way it is and you're like oh shit it's so funny because I feel like this was like a huge critique of my podcast when I was doing the show was like Mm -hmm. people were like I feel like the idea that I was looking at things too deeply and like yeah it's a reality show I sometimes like I it was a reality show and I was like basically unemployed I didn't have (laughs) anything to do but like you know, really like critique all of this stuff. And like, I tell people, you know, I went into these shows like being like, haha, this was a fun thing. I watched my teenage years. And by the end, like, I just like, couldn't enjoy it the same way because of all the implications, but like, it's true. Like so much of this stuff that we all just absorbed as being normal is 
like loaded when you actually look at it, but then you get gaslit when you bring it up to people because they're like, oh, it's not that deep. And it's like it is all that deep. And they always want to be like it happened in the past. Cause you know, I'm listening, I'm doing all like ancient shows and shit. But just the fact that it happened in the past doesn't mean that we can't like point it out and like yeah. say like like people are using the R word in this in this show a lot. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's everywhere. But like that's not how I talk today. And it's fine to point out that hey, like in this during this year, people like had no problem just walking around saying that. And now if someone said it now, I flinch. I'd be like, oh. The whole season of like the way New York talks a lot, like I think in particular about, I think it's about Delicious, like how she keeps calling her a man. Give it up, Delicious, you're like a man. Yeah, I mean, like that line is fucking hilarious, but it's problematic. Like it's more about her delivery than anything. <laughs> you know, like it's just like casual transphobia, the Absolutely. like charm school, the the absolute like slut shame, like respectability politics bullshit. Like Whoa. you could pick all of this apart if you want to. And honestly, I probably did because most of the podcasts I consume are the types of podcasts that are doing that sort of thing. Sure. So I'm creating the show. I created the show I wanted to see or the, like of the stuff I believe in. But like, it was kind of frustrating to have people go like, I don't know, it's not that deep. And I'm like, well, there's another shittier, you know, podcast that covers the same shows that is just exactly. like, Michael's is cute. Big John is funny. Like, yeah. you know, that kind of shit. Big John who was wishing R- RGB dead. Oh my God. His- <laughs> oh, fuck Big John. I think he like had COVID and I was like, well, sucks to suck. <laughs> like that's, that doesn't surprise me though. That does yeah, not surprise no, me. No, it shouldn't. But- I like, listen, I don't know anything about Brett, like personally in 2021. He's it would not surprise me if he's quiet. like a denier. Uh, he's quite, I don't know how he is about all. I don't actually, haven't looked at in terms of his well, COVID stance. If he's quiet, that's great. Well, he's like, diabetic. So I would, I could only see him being pro all of this stuff for his own protection. Yeah, like not because he genuinely believes in it. Oh, I cannot wait to get to that episode where they edited to make it look like Heather tried to make him kill him. Wait, I, maybe you would remember better than me because I, I don't know if this was a dream or not, but like, is there an episode between one of the seasons where he, he teaches them how to give him an insulin shot? No, it might've happened in this season. I think that happened on, I like, I remember that, but I think that happened in like love bus because remember there it's challenges at every stop. And technically they combined it with that MTV show where they leave them on the side of the road. Yeah. So so I think it might've been something like that, but like, Uh They edited it to make it seem like Heather was just enjoying her meal and it was like, fuck you. And I'm like, that did not happen. I no, it's fuck. no, that scene, that scene, I think, if I remember correctly, it's towards the end and it's because Brandy M gets like fucking drunk and is like throwing up at the table. And Heather's like, I'm just sitting at the most expensive restaurant in DC enjoying my meal. Like, you know, like she's like, I'm here to eat. Like, I'm in Las Vegas, I'm trying to have fun. And and like I think Brett like took that as a sign of like you know I'm gonna have my own health issues at some point and like no they actually go on a date and she is and he says I'm not feeling well or something like or my I think my blood sugar's low he says something like that and she is just kind of looking she's like not really responding to it and he like you you listen I listen to your podcast I know that as we get to the end of this they are going to be like Heather's a lesbian she's definitely she's definitely a lesbian they're gonna based on what like nothing 
They said how attracted she is to Brett specifically. Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Then they're like, she can't take care of them. She hates children. Like, they just start, like, towards the end, they're like, no, no, we got to make sure everybody understands Jess. And they keep calling Heather old, which is hysterical. An old stripper. That's what they call her. And a whopping 32. I mean, like, is she too old to be, is she too old for the shit? Yes. But, like, is she old? No. Yeah, they and keep certainly not like, too old for Brett. There's still a 12 year age difference. They're they're talk they like I believe someone is like if he wants more kids he won't be able to have it with Heather because she's so old. <gasps> I think someone says something like that. I forgot that like, might be season two though. So well, she comes back. Does she come back like New York style? Like not obviously to the full New York extent, but like doesn't she appear mm-hmm, in season it? two? I, okay, I have to go back and watch season two. I remember nothing, but like. They really kind of paint Heather as like a closet lesbian, a predatory closet lesbian, right? Mm. That like don't slip around her, she'll fuck you. And like towards <laughs> the end, like it was, I was like, and it just kind of turned. So I can't wait to get to that part where I'm like, so I can point out like, guys, this is the moment they decided Heather doesn't win this. This is the moment because look at the edit. It's it's, and the editing happens all afterwards, but um, yeah. they have to craft it to fit the narrative they want to tell us yeah I don't know if it's like hindsight that makes it I mean like obviously I know Heather doesn't win but like watching it from the standpoint of like producers dropping breadcrumbs throughout the season like I don't know if that's hindsight um and like years of watching reality tv since that it's like very clear to me but it also just kind of feels like they're also saying that she's too old yeah like what like if you had the choice and you were like a cool rock star like would you uh would you be age? with like 26 year old Jess or 32 year old Heather? Like, grow up. I choose Heather because Jess is not fun. Right. Je- Jess doesn't want to be here. Jess is going to be the worst possible time when you bring her anywhere, um, especially at an event where other women are interested in you. Like, Heather will fight them. Yes. That's kind of funny. Heather like, might make out with them, pour some shots. And then, like, if someone, like, wants to go home with you, then she'll hit them. And then, like, like she's... I remember there's some famous DJ. Um, who's the one that dedicated that song to George Floyd that time on the rooftop? Um, <laughs> who, hold on. It's a Jesus and Miro clip. I'm going to have to send it to you after this. It's very okay. funny. Um, who's that? He's, like, a he's a DJ. Not Calvin Harris. Like, old, like uh, David Guetta. David Guetta once. I heard him on a radio show that, like, a woman was, like, very obviously hitting on him in front of his wife uh, and, like, ignoring her or whatever. So his wife put gum in her hair. <laughs> and, like, that's the kind of thing I would see Heather doing. That's fun. Okay? That's, that's fun. I know. It's harmless. Just, like, put, like put I'm not like, going to fight you. in it and get it out. Yeah. I'm no? just going to give you a project for tonight. That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> You're not going to be fucking my man, but have fun getting that gum out of your hair, bitch. <laughs> I know. But uh, so Brandy M at this point has not gone full Adrian Curry on us, right? You know what that's, I mean? Like, that's what it is. That's what's happening here. You're absolutely I'm right. I'm definitely going to do that show. But like, uh, she's like, I, she hasn't done that yet. But she is very funny when she's talking about rodeo, talking about all the trials and tribulations she's ever been through. <laughs> and then she says something, but it's bleeped out on mine. I don't know what she says. Maybe like, oh, or- choke, choke me. Oh, no, never mind. She does. She does do that. Choke me. Uh, like, what are your turn ons? Choke me, spank me, pull my hair. Yeah, she says something like that, and then Brett acts like he is like, like when we look at those old pictures of Brett. Brett has definitely slept with eight women at the same time. 
Mm-hmm. Like Brett has done, I guarantee you Brett has done some really nasty shit. Like some real, like pissing on somebody's head shit. Like I know this because. Well, you know, he's got a sex tape, right? It was the second yeah. year Pamela Anderson and sex tape. Pam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like the way Brett acts when people say things like that, like, whoa, it was a little too much. And I'm like, Brett. I think he was interested in that. Like at this point, he's interested that a woman is speaking up about sex, partially because it's 2007 and women didn't do that in the same way. Like, but I, I think that he's one of those guys that he's like, oh, cool. Until he like gets nowhere better. And he's like, you're actually a whore. Like, (laughs) Yeah, I remember we were watching Euphoria because I when the season comes out. You're brave. It's hard. Like it's like torture porn. I'm like, this is yeah. everything bad. And I'm thinking like about I keep going. I keep going, oh, season two is coming out. And I'm just like, oh fuck, season two yeah. is coming out. Like I like backpedal on how excited I am. Yeah, and I I'm I know I'm probably gonna watch it because I'll be on Twitter and I'll have to. But yeah. mm-hmm. I I, th- I think about McKay and that girl that he's and how he wants her so bad because of the fact that she is a very sexy person. And like, he loves that about her and how she sends nudes and things like that. Yeah. But then he's also upset because there are pictures floating around her and video and stuff, but I'm like, yeah. that's what you're attracted to. So why are you acting like, like you want to do all those things with her and are, so but it has to only be for you in their mind like they have to be the one who introduces the idea and you just have to casually be okay with it like you have a lot of men have like incongruous ideas about how sex is supposed to work and like especially this time before it was like a bigger national discussion about consent and women's autonomy and things like that Um, they want you to be like what Okay, I'll do it. That's what they want. They want a little- You know what? That's probably why he wants an errand. Like, I want you to present as sexual, but be like, not repulsed by the idea of sex, but like have a weird, like, I haven't done any of this stuff. I just look like I have. Yeah. And if you ask me to, then I'll do it. Which I forgot, by the way, that like her whole spoiler alert, like her whole arc ends because he is so threatened by Justin Timberlake. Not, (laughs) I remember, like, this is why I, I, this is every time I see her, I see Justin Timberlake because I, I, no, go ahead. Sorry. Because think about it. The reason she's upset and this is a spoiler. You guys have seen this fucking show. No one's watching this for the first time is that she was bummed. She missed Justin Timberlake coming into the club. She works in. And that when that was actually would have been an exciting thing. Just like that's what you have to keep in mind throughout. Like it would have, because this is what, 2007? Yeah, this is like future sex love sounds era. Like that would have been, this is sexy back time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she is like talking to someone on the phone and she's like, oh man, I'm going to miss him. That is pretty much the whole fucking thing. And like- But because he's so threatened by new and popular and knowing that he used to be that guy and is not that guy. He is an aging rock star with a dating show on VH1. It's a huge threat to him. Also, Justin's black at this time, remember? Oh, (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, you know, he's going to have to compete with a black man. So it's going to be difficult. And so he's like, (laughs) I mean, he went right back to white as soon as 2016 happened. He was like, oops, let me get this camo. Oops. Raggedy bitch. Actually, I saw something like today, like a post. I I guess that what was that album? Something about the woods and uh, Man in the I, Woods. <laughs> yeah, that like in my Facebook memories today was something that like Twitter was calling it um future something truck sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I have funny. to find it. It was, yeah, but it, yeah. But I, I'm like dying because I'm thinking like of a peer of Justin Timberlake's having a dating show, like somebody who was equally as popular having a dating show and who they would have been threatened by, like Harry Styles, I guess. So if Justin Timberlake had one now, would he be yeah, like, if, by like right, like who he would be threatened by? Yeah, via Harry Styles. Because like it would have to be somebody that like the girls that age would actually have grown up with and were excited by. Like if I'm doing if I'm doing the conversionary yeah. math, uh yeah, it would probably be like a Harry Styles. It'd be like the weekend. Yeah, right. <laughs> because exactly. that's like, I was gonna say very timely with um like uncut gems and Julia Fox yeah. <laughs> and very timely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It would have to be something like that. But I mean, I I keep saying this. Brett, what you have to offer these women, these are very hot women. They're younger than you. What you have to offer them is power, access, money. Those are what you have to offer them. You're not bad looking, but still. Yeah, but like know your place about it. Yeah, and so when when you find out that they want power, access, and money, when that's the thing that you offered them, you don't get to be surprised and upset. Oh my God. There are so many men, like still to this day on TikTok, where like women only want you for your money. It's like, but so many of you wanted money. So you had access to women. Yeah. Yeah. That's you can't be mad that. that like the women you then attract are, are only interested in your money. And if the money was not there, you can't get that woman. You're not on her level. Well, because your hill, like my hill to die on with this always is just like spend at least a part of that time developing a personality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's at the end of the day more of what it is I mean like I said that was like my thing on TikTok for a while because like Mike used to be really big but I dated him the whole time because I thought he was cute in general but also like I thought he had a really great personality and so like so all these men around here calling me liar and I'm like okay and now what like yeah I'm not but sure like oh women don't like that it's like well uh so my life is a lie fuck you <laughs> well also these the men that are we're talking about are also basically like pussy repellent. You know what I mean? Like they have- Oh, oh, yes. They're like assholes that have bad personalities. They are miserable little fucking creeps. And they're like, women don't like nice guys. I'm like, you're not nice. Who right, start by nice? actually being fucking nice. Because not transactionally nice. Not yes. nice so you can get things. Be sincerely nice and then see how well shit is not working for you. Exactly. Nice and confident. That's it. We are very easy. We are a lot easier to figure out than a lot of men give us credit for. Be kind and be like confident enough in yourself that you like believe you can get us and but like not you know don't shoot too far above your but you know what you can even because if you're nice then it can't like it you know the only reason I don't know still has me is he makes sandwiches today I went to get my eyelashes done I was like I have to get my eyelashes done because I've never had eyelashes in my entire fucking life and now that I've had them I need them because I look I'm it turns out the only thing not making me gorgeous was the eyelashes and that's fun like that's what I like when I went to get the eyelashes I said to myself you should try this princess because I think you put those eyelashes on, you're going to be very beautiful because I don't really grow hair like that. And I've always had little stubby ones. I put them on, girl, I'm waking at people. I'm batting my eyes all fucking day. But <sighs> I told my husband this and he goes, princess, I want you to be happy. <laughs> he's like, go. He's like, do whatever you need to do today, but know that I loved you when you left and I'll love you when you get back here. Exactly. This is what you say to people. You don't. Yeah. 
You don't say you don't need that because maybe I want it. <laughs> right. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you, right. Exactly. I had like, I had one of those, I got one of those crisscross titty tops for, uh, New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. he loved it. I'm walking through New Orleans with my titties basically out and he's just, he's enjoying it. He's, he's having to do fun. <laughs> That's, that was exactly my logic. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, we want that. So bringing this back home, Brett, like you just have to know what it is you're bringing or not bringing. And like, you can't be threatened by the fact there's, there was always going to be somebody who came through that was going to be younger. You weren't going to be, you're not making timeless music. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Well, the truth is Justin Timberlake doesn't want Aaron because might, maybe he'll sleep with her. Oh, but because yeah. she looks like a sex worker that she has a sex worker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to show up to the very not his her. type, which yeah. I mean, I guess she Aaron dodged bullets across the board. Well, yeah. Who wants to be fucking Justin Timberlake's type? Why well, so you can rip your bra off at the fucking Super Bowl and now you have to go in hiding that mm-hmm. Janet Jackson documentary is coming out. I'm really excited oh, to see. I thought it's out already. Oh, maybe I didn't. See, well, maybe I wasn't that. Excited, I haven't watched I, it. Like I, well, it was like it was. I feel like the New York Times has a vendetta against Justin Timberlake specifically because it's the same people that did the Britney one. Yeah. It's a New York Times thing on Hulu. Oh, I thought it came out on Lifetime. Oh, there's another one. Oh, there's out. another one. Okay. Oh, so there's another one that's just a documentary of her life. And I'm really excited to see this because Janet doesn't oh, yeah. do a lot of talking about her life. Yes. Oh my God, no. I definitely have to check that out. Yeah, so that, and like, this is the same reason I was really excited to see the Tina Turner one because I was like, okay, let's mm-hmm. talk about Tina Turner. Like, she's been through so much shit. Um, so I'm really excited to see that. But like, like Les Moonves was like you're done Janet like yeah. who Janet Jackson who is like a motherfucking icon I'm not going to talk about That's, her stance uh, on Michael I'm not doing that but yeah, she obviously. is an icon Britney was was copying Janet not Madonna yeah People have to realize that look yes. at the shit she's wearing she's copying Janet and yeah. like I I just feel like she doesn't get her due because she kind of was just like, peace out, guys. You really like hurt my fucking feelings and I'm out. Well, really, because we were like the the millennials around my age were like the last, like when we were actively listening to pop music was the last time Janet had hits. Yeah. Um, And like, because she like up until that point, like it was like her and Mariah Carey, like where it was every single decade, you guys had like number one hits all the time. And, you know, that stopped happening. So like people's memories are really short. So if you didn't grow up like I did, like listening to, you know, other music, like didn't have design of a decade in your home, Mm. you know, like you had no, you were just like, oh yeah, no, that's Michael's sister. She comes out with cool songs. And like, she, she was on the Nutty Professor soundtrack (laughs) movie. And like, that's the, and then her titty came out at the Super Bowl, and then we never heard from her again. Like, if that's the extent of what you know about Janet Jackson, I feel sorry for you. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. judge you. I feel sorry for you, but yeah, but going back and listening to her music, she's an incredible fucking artist. Yeah, she really is. It's so, we were really robbed of a lot by that whole experience. I mean, and like, I mean, she's fucked Bobby Brown. She was supposedly mm-hmm. married to a DeBarge, a secret yeah. marriage to a DeBarge, like for years, for years. And then there's another one. She was his name was Renee. She was that's she right. Was, I think she was secretly married to him too for like, I want to say a decade. Like, oh, that's who she was secretly married to for years, right? The DeBarge no, was also, quick. Okay, right, right, right. Because it was the whole, like, we have 
terrible dads who forced us into fame, but we're also really talented. Like, yeah, exactly. That was there. That was that bond. She she can talk. She can speak to the weight stuff in a way that a lot of other people can't oh. because her weight was a huge. This is why in control she's mm-hmm. in all black because they mm. she could only wear black during that time because they were like you are fat and. Then she comes back out with, I forget the, the next one, but she's got abs. The one with love could never do on. Uh, was that velvet rope or is that, there's, was there something in between? It's something in between velvet rope. Okay. And so she's on the beach and, and uh, one of Kamara Lee Simmons' baby daddies is on there with her and they're dancing and there's black and white. She's got- oh, the Love will never do. That's what I said. If we like, you know how TikTok, they do like the parties where it's like everybody shows up as different versions of Beyonce. Yeah. I want to do that with Janet and that's the Janet I want to be where she's yeah. got that like swooped up hair, like with yeah. a little scarf. Like, she's, that's what I like a, she's so good in that. And like, she, so she comes back, her body is crazy. And we need to talk about what happened in between there and what kind of life she had to do. And like, she gained weight and lost weight throughout the thing. Like she's got a, like kind of an Oprah-ish thing. I mean, not exactly, yeah. but you know, a gain, loss, gain, A loss. Luther Vandross situation. A Luther Vandross situation. I love Luther. And so mm-hmm. um, like, I, I feel like here I am like promoting some shit that I don't even know when it comes on and I don't get paid off of, but you guys need to watch it when it comes out because I feel like no, Janet- because more people need to like appreciate Janet. Like uh, it's true. We need to all come around and say, I'm sorry. Like I had my idea for another podcast for a while that was just going to yeah. be called apologize to her. And you and need to uh, do it. <laughs> I don't. For, you need to we do will, it. We will discuss. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to have the time, but uh, we're, you know, I- there's a. Eight hours a night, you're laying in the bed doing nothing. You could be doing a podcast. That's true. I could be doing a podcast, like hustle culture over here. I know. I'm, I'm talking to the wrong person about finding time to make a podcast. <laughs> and then I'm going to tell you to get an LLC. And exactly. <laughs> just, just, and then, well, like, once I say, uh, I'd rather go to lunch with Jay Z, then you know the transformation is going to be complete. So like guys, watch that. Um, yeah, please appreciate Janet. Ja- apologize to Janet Jackson when you see her. To Janet Jackson. <laughs> so um, when he gets back, which reminds me, the Super Bowl is coming up. Uh, that means yeah. it's going to be Stream Janet Day coming up. So definitely do that. Do you think they're going to actually have the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, now because they just moved the Grammys, right? Yeah, they just moved the Grammys. Um, I the NFL does not give a shit. Like they're willing right. to sacrifice the players, let alone the people paying them. You're right. You're right. Yeah, they're gonna have it. It's definitely that. Yeah. And then they've got Dre. Guys, don't Wait, get me. Doctor Time. Oh, that's right. Don't what get a me terrible person. Doctor Dre. Guys, go back and listen to Troy's episode. I forget which. What I, I'll put it in the notes. He talks like Doctor Dre beat the fuck out of that reporter, and I don't know why. It's a woman. I don't know why I didn't know all the fucking details. He like- I don't she, know a lot about him. I just know enough. She ran into the girl's room. He chased her in there. His security pulled a gun to keep people from stopping him while he beat her what? to a fucking pulp at a party, I think. And talk about the best edit. Like, I love to joke that like Notorious, like, you know, Diddy and Biggie get like an incredible edit because mm-hmm. like Valletta and Diddy were behind it. But like the straight out of Compton edit that Girl. fucking Dr. Dre gets, whole people are arrayed. Like uh, Michelle, yeah. that's her name, right? Michelle, yeah. Michelle, like straight up arrayed. Like that whole story just 
did not exist in that she like can't hear out one of her ears because drake beat her so badly yeah yeah like there's a lot of women we have to apologize. Thank you for like relighting this fire, on me. especially <laughs> especially now that uh like you're wrong about is like phasing out very mm-hmm. sadly. Um, like yeah, no, people need to be reminded that a lot of people besides just Britney need to be apologized to. Yeah, yeah, man, and yet and so like the fact that he's like beating women for decades and then he has this product called Beats and then oh he my sells God. it to Apple and then he's so rich and rich and rich and people have such revisionist history about Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre. And, and people have the audacity to be mad that his wife got half. I'm sorry if you didn't have a good enough prenup, that's your fucking problem. It sure is. I think she deserved more. I, like, I might be she- mixing up stories, but like I know that she got a pretty hefty set of, or like people were complaining about what she wanted. I don't know. And people it's like, people are so funny about other people's money. Oh, did you see all the Ron Perlman drama? I love that we're so close to the end, but we're just waiting. <laughs> um, Ron, what's going on? Oh, Ron Perlman divorcing that black lady. Uh, yeah. And the gag is because people were like, wow, he's now homeless because she took the house. She gets half. You want to know why she fucking gets half? Uh, first of all, they were married for five bajillion years. Um, he cheated on her and violated oh. because they had a post or a prenup. Oh my uh, goodness. He violated the uh, fidelity clause. Oh my goodness. When she gets half. So uh, miss me with the whole she uh, like is a gold digger bullshit. So uh, they will call any woman entirely. they see with a dollar a gold digger. They're like, you got that from a man. <laughs> like they will do anything. They were married for 38 years. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like at the very least, she deserves all of that. But like, you know, for that alone. Uh, but yeah, if you're going to have a fidelity clause, holy yeah. fuck, just wait. Yeah, just wait to it. fuck somebody. Save yeah. your money. Yeah. Anyway. When I get divorced from my husband, I'm taking all his left <laughs> shoes. Not when. <laughs> well, I got the plan down. You know, I like to plan <laughs> stuff. I got an iOS notes of what I'm going to ask for in divorce. I want all his left shoes and I want his gamer tag. Cause I'm going to play as this gamer tag and fuck shit up. I'm going to get, no, I've, <laughs> I I've had a game. I've had a gamer plan for a very long time, except it doesn't really work anymore because like people kind of actually turned it into a business model. Uh-huh. I've been saying for a while, I want to be like a, uh, like a Twitch streamer type person. Who's like, cause I don't know how to do video games and I'm bad at it, but like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I don't know. Can you show me how? And just like, cause men love to explain stuff, but like, they I do. also have too much pride. So I don't know how well that would actually work. I know. Then you'll start talking about women that need to be apologized to. And they're like, no, this is fake. This is fake. Right. She's <laughs> fake. <laughs> that turns out her platform is women, uh, <laughs> women who I need to apologize to. So fuck yeah. this book. Yeah. You couldn't play it long enough. Yeah. Um, in this episode, they go on like one-on-ones afterwards, which is different than I feel like they did I don't remember them doing this the first time I watched this, but after he goes on his dates, he then goes and like tries to talk to each girl. Um, I think the ones he finds like hot enough to like be like, here's your chance to save yourself. I, you know, production has to tell him his name. He has to be like, who's this one? And he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Him. Even for though he's sure. kissing all of them. Um, he said Alexia had the tiniest butt he's ever seen. I think he was complimenting <laughs> so it right that's so funny yeah and her little palazzo pants yeah but like in 2021 like like, i don't think it was like a flat ass like i think it was like a tight little butt like a cute little yeah but in 2021 if he had said that he would be insulting her i mean he was insulting her in 2007 (laughs) (laughs) it's like not in the same way like yeah 
I don't know. Well, I guess like 2007 was but time. Like by 2007, I was having, I had already had several men tell me you'd be hotter if you had an ass. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. I was a lot of ass men's exceptions. Oh, wow. I wow. that good. <laughs> well, there you that go. That's my claim to fame. But like, yeah, I know I had several men throughout my life, but definitely by this point, tell me like you'd be hotter if you had an ass. I mean, thanks a lot, J Lo. Ruin this for everybody. <laughs> it, was shit. it was definitely J Lo that set that shit off. I spent um, too much time like praying for tits to for them not to be trendy by the time I got old enough to have them. That's fucked up. Your tits went out of style. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mostly. I don't know. I found it worked out, but like <laughs> they're they're like it's cyclical. It's cyclical. So they'll be back in style. Like it's I've been waiting. I've been waiting. But you know what? I because you know what's happening? 2000 fashion is coming back. Mm-hmm. So like the the juicy uh tracksuits are coming back and uh Henley tops, like those uh-huh. that, that was a great time uh for boobs. Okay. <laughs> so I'm it's coming back. My moment Your time's is coming. To... Just wait, Sonia. Your time is coming. Yeah. So he he talks to a couple of them and they, I mean it's just this is when he gets a chance to talk to Lacey and she tells the story of what happened in her best Karen way. I was minding my own business and these black people came up to me. Like she really yeah. tells this wild story. And when Dallas gets out she there. She just started pushing me um, unprovoked, yeah. like no provocation whatsoever. She's um, like, get out of the way, whitey. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. And then she spray painted on my house. Colors will rise again. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I love that meme where uh, it's the old white guy standing in his driveway and um, it's somebody spray painted blacks rule on his driveway. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's happening here. Like, that's a thing. <laughs> also, blacks rule. we don't call ourselves colors. So that's, you know, that's we use that one. <laughs> step one, uh, we don't refer to ourselves as the blacks. Uh, <laughs> But like she so she tells that story and Dallas comes out. I feel like Dallas is angry at this point. I mean, she's been angry, but she's like at this point, she's like, oh, and now I have to come out here and kind of defend myself. Right. And I had to she, plead my case when you started it. And like I know he's not super interested in me anyway, probably. Like yeah, he he's obviously gonna there. believe you. Yeah. And then she's like, I don't care what you do or where you go, like your personal stuff. I'm not here to make friends with you, Lacey. I'm here to meet Brett. And I agree, like. Who cares if if uh if Lacey is anti-fur? Like I don't plan to leave here with you. So right. This is not you? America's next top best friend. Yes, girl. And so, like, but it's clear when he said so he does kind of like voiceover and he's like, Well, you know, they're just not getting along, so one of them's gotta go. And I was like, All right, well, bye, Dallas. Which also, you know, this is how you know that he is not. The, the primary parent not the primary caregiver because he's got two daughters and you expect me to believe <laughs> that like this is how he handles fights you don't like get rid of one of the daughters you right exactly. <laughs> you don't just like assume the whiter one is <laughs> in all your fights uh you just you have to like either assume that both of them are acting like assholes or genuinely hear them out yeah so in my case i'm always like so one of the like I hate mediating fights because they're always fighting over some shit I do not care about. So it's so hard for me yeah. to pretend to care about this shit. So my, if you're fighting, you have to get away from me. You can't be around me. You have to go work it out and come back with it. And the kids really want to be around me. So they will like resolve all kinds of shit in the hallway just to be able to That's come back. What should have, that interaction is what should have happened here basically. Yeah. But I would have been like, well, you guys don't even need to be around each other. So don't worry about it. And I would have, and if it kept going, I would have let them both go. Yeah. But that's me. I'm fair. 
Brett <laughs> is like, nah, I don't even like Dallas. Brett so does not give a shit about any of them, really. Because I don't even think he's attracted to Lacey, honestly. I don't think he's attracted to Lacey. Lacey is too much of um see, I think a lot of the women think that he wants someone to play his music and like does that. Does not. I don't think he wants I think I don't wants- think so. Yeah, he, I think he likes that Sam knows it because like I when he made that little joke about um spinal tap. Yeah. Like I think that he appreciates that she will like get his references and they can like, you know, it's it's a shared interest. But like, no, I don't think the fact that Lacey and I don't think she's like on the show to start her own like music career. Like I think she just is a musician who wanted to be famous, mm-hmm. like versus, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just don't think that like the fact that she actually plays is a selling point as much as it could or should be. Right. And like, I think that if you were to win and you'd be in a relationship with, with Brett, not that they ever do, but that actually happened when you say I'm going on tour, he'd be like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. No, you're supposed to be home waiting for me to yeah. be done with tour. Duh. Exactly. I think that, and he might even say, he might even be like, that's so cool. I'll come and support you. But What's happened towards he's no prince. Explain what you mean by that to the audience. Like, yeah, like, um, I mean, like, Prince just dated a bunch of people and turned them into artists, like, which also vanity comes up quite a bit in uh, in uh, heroin diaries, too. Oh, okay, she's dating uh, she's dating Nikki Six on and off. Okay, at one point, she sends herself flowers pretending they're from Prince to make him jealous. Ah! That's a, I would do that booth though. How does he find yeah. out though? Uh, I think because she's also on a ton of heroin and being really sloppy. Okay. I was going to say, he's not going to find out. Prince isn't putting out press releases. No, I know. Like, I think he like deduce it. Like, I think he like finds out or like she tells him at some point, like, no, that wasn't actually for Prince. Like, it's something like that. Like, I'm waiting for the shit to come out about Prince. I just like, I think also people figure he's dead. Like, I don't think like, but really like to backtrack a little bit, like if anybody deserves, like I've been begging um, Rachel and Desi from Hollywood crime scene for a minute now Mm -hmm. to do a Rick James episode, because Mm -hmm. when I had to do a bunch of Rick James deep dives, when we were doing like the 100 most shocking moments in rock and roll, I'm like, oh, he's like a, a a legendary piece of shit. Like, and nobody talks about that at all. Um, so I do, I do remember him Rick burning someone's a crack pipe, right? Yeah, and that's like the tip of the iceberg about it. That's honestly. the that's the tip of it when he held that person hostage. He's really bad. He was a really awful person. Um, oh, who just wow. made like some really fun music. But like anyway, uh, Brett Michaels is not here to promote your own career. There is a gar- There's what's the expression like? There in every relationship, there's a gardener and there's a flower, and mm-hmm. Brett needs to be the flower. He is the flower. He's not gardening you at all. He wouldn't even know how. And that's why, because I'm a flower too, and I really need you to be. <laughs> Same. I need I, you to make me sandwiches. I will be as supportive as I physically can be, but don't expect too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, my love language is acts of service. How are you servicing me? Exactly. <laughs> it's not like the other way around. No, I know I'm the same. I'm the same. I get it. So like, but Brett, he doesn't. So I think that he thinks, the. I think he thinks of Lacey as, like friendly to be around but I don't think he's attracted to her I also don't think that she's like his type like and this is not a knock on Lacey at all like I think that she is like cute in her own way like she's got a good look um like again like a very attractive in a very specific kind of way but I also don't think that Brett likes drama Mm, and mm. I think that she is like really down to start problems. All, like how David Guetta's wife was putting gum in people's hair. Lacey would light somebody's hair on fire. Like I, 
doesn't he look confused whenever there's some drama doesn't he look like what which is again you're a girl dad this should not be this should not be a foreign concept to you but he's never there right he doesn't That's live true. there so he's so he doesn't know all this stuff so when my girls like, are my life except i don't have anything to do with it no them. i mean in this house like he doesn't live here oh, oh so, like, no he doesn't give a shit about them at all yeah so like when he gets on set and he's like got on his mic and he's doing a thing and they're like Lacey and dallas have been fighting he's like what first of all who are Lacey and dallas? <laughs> Uh, the one with the red hair and the black one. Got it. Thank you. Okay. Like, what are they fighting about? Which one gets to go home with you? Oh, shit. I forgot. I'm on the strip. Right. Away. I'm the prize here. <laughs> Duh. So I think he gets the, you're right. I don't think, like, I, and I don't know how early Lacey knew that. I don't even think she was super into him, to be honest. Like, yeah. I don't think that she's his type either. Or he's her type either no i think she's more of like i mean she's goth like i think she would like you know like the joey jordison from slipknot like that is more of her like i mean her husband now um is more of like a goth rock looking kind of guy hmm. all right so the people who get eliminated are christia yes and dallas and brandy c acts like seely in the color purple when yes. christa gets <laughs> Like when Mister tries to separate her from her sister, you and I must never part. That's how she acts. I think she's known this woman for a smooth five days, maybe. Maybe. Not even. This is the third elimination. This is episode three. Like there's three days at most. Breaks for the crew, or maybe. Uh, I don't know if necessarily this early. Like maybe, maybe. Uh, But the point is, she has never met this woman before in her life, and she's known her less than a week. I guarantee you. There's no way she's known her for, for more than a week. And so. And really the friendship felt very one-sided from the beginning. Like Brandy was like, we're friends now. And Christy's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not that she didn't like her, but she just was like, okay. Like if anybody else had come up to her and done the same thing, she would have been friends with them. Like Exactly. But so Brandy's crying when Krista gets, when Christy gets eliminated, he eliminates Dallas because she never had a chance in the first place. And right. Dallas declines to hug Brett and like walks off the stairs. And Fair Lacey's like, enough. right? Why do I want to hug you? And Lacey's like, that's very rude to Brett. You should be nice to Brett. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. What fuck a fucking you. like kiss ass move. Like, what a baby. Yeah, but you know what? Brett, Brett falls for it because he's all like, yeah, like, I, think I can't believe I welcome you into my not home. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't even say in with mansion. you. Right. I don't even live here and you're disrespecting me. It's like, you see me no, three times. No, no, no. <laughs> like, I mean, all of the fact that you even like kept her here as long as you did out of like literal, like race relation reasons, like <laughs> is, you know, an, a bigger insult to Dallas than her just leaving you without saying goodbye. Yeah. And she just goes up and says that, I mean, this isn't great, but she says that, yeah, her advice to Brett is to make sure Lacey takes her medication. Yeah, not great. Not great. And then she's like, and uh, Lacey can suck my shit or something like that. Yeah, something. Hold on. Let me see if I have it written down, but something to that effect. Um, hold on. Uh, oh, if she can eat my fucking shit. My word to Lacey is she can eat my fucking shit and there we go like i don't like that's the end of the episode and next week is the episode that i think i remember quite well when they're making up the songs 
Maybe. And rodeo is like, put the babies in it, put the babies in it. Okay. <laughs> I believe the children are our future. That's- yeah. And they're like, you're supposed to be making like a rock love song. And rodeo keeps going back to like put children in it. And like, no. Um, oh yeah. No, I, I went through my notes very quickly. And this is, she has the breakdown about not seeing her son for a while. Yeah. And that's why she wants to put kids in it. Like, I don't know what yeah, happened. She's been there. Like, to be honest, like, I'm not going to make fun of her because I don't like to be away from my house for more than four days. So on the fifth day, I'd be like, when is this over? I need to go home. I want to sleep in my bed. Especially want- for this. Yeah. For this shit. Yeah. Um, and the house is filthy. There's women everywhere. You're eating shitty food. None of these bitches know how to clean, except, you know what? It's like Rodeo and Heather seem like the only ones who know how to maybe keep house because they were raised different. Yeah. Yeah. And they've all, and they've been on their own uh, for right. so long. <laughs> so Exactly. That's the next episode. Anything else you want to say about this one? I, first of all, I've said enough, but <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's man brett does not get enough smoke like vh1 as a whole like these men do not get enough smoke for you know dating these children and we were all like supposed to be fine with it so what does he look like who's he dating now i think probably still adjacently with uh christy which oh side note uh he's got a movie we did it as a patreon bonus episode uh he has a movie called letters from death row oh my goodness it's (laughs) as bad as you think it is it's worse i'm pretty sure he wrote it oh god and trying to pull uh, a Friday? I'm, I'm not joking um executive produced by charlie sheen his best friend at the time oh god and also <laughs> starring martin sheen as brett's dad oh my goodness they got legitimate serious actor martin sheen like that's how you know he loves his kids too much i the fact that martin sheen has to like check in with charlie to see what's going on with him right it's like such he's a tragic end of his shit. life i know it's and i love martin sheen you know i love i, I deserve saw, this i saw an interview where he was talking about how he why he changed his name and how he feels like he wish he hadn't yeah because like he just yeah. really like he feels like he lost something of himself and like i was like oh yeah man. he's amazing He's like yeah. the only man who's like, you know, I personally don't support abortion, but it's not my business if a woman wants to get one. I love a person uh, that knows when it's not their fucking business. I, I love know. him. I think he's just wonderful. And he does not deserve a son who gives him as much stress as Charlie. I know. Like, what if one of my kids turned out to be a Charlie Sheen? I don't think so. I cannot imagine a scenario. Like, you've instilled too much, like, respect. What if they even turn out a Kanye West? And I have to, like... Feel well, that's just like just like seriously just just seriously encourage them to be consistent with their medication i and don't only surround themselves with people who will tell them yes i will uh, you know i'm looking at this thing uh brett's <laughs> brett's birth name is sischak yeah he's very like it's it's he's a working class you know like blue collar suburbs of uh, yeah yeah and he says he's six one do you believe that no no no, right five five ten at best he is not like why or or he's somebody you meet him and you're like you are taller than i expected you no because i see him standing next to these women no like there he's not six tall heather looks tall i don't know but she might just be intimidating i don't know i i think it's i think her her i'm pretty sure Lacey is five seven i think it comes up at some point and heather's like I, five nine 
I think her persona is tall. I think that's what's going on. I swear. No, I think that Heather at least is five nine. No, no, no. I meant like, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. like, like, and maybe I'm just like, I consider tall, like six feet and over my mom's six oh, feet tall. Okay. So like, I'm like, yeah, five, ten's fine. Um, yeah. Like I, I'm trying to see if he has a girlfriend, but he doesn't, um, it's not shown here. It just shows that his lie about being six feet, six foot one. I, I have friends that are like dating right now. And one called me from the date because she was leaving. Cause she only stayed there 10 minutes because hmm. he told her he was six feet tall and when he got there, he was five one because she's like five two. That's and, so annoying. And she's like, and she's like, you know, she had a little coffee with him, and then she was like, you know, I'm gonna go head home. And he's like, why? And she's like, well, listen, I'm not superficial, but the fact that Lied. you told this amazing lie, you don't like your picture. Like, why would you do that? That would be yeah. No, it's absolutely like, and men like that. That man left that day thinking, oh, she doesn't actually want to be with you with be be with me because I'm five one and like maybe but it's mostly because you lied yeah it's mostly because you lie and I bet you he's on some incel message board right now talking about how women are superficial and like okay but you know this is why my one this is why my one standard sincerely is like I will not date short guys not because I'm not attracted to like I mean a lot of the guys I dated were five eight five nine like and I'm five seven Okay, so um, but like like close enough to my height. Believe me, it has not been a deterrent. It started being a deterrent when they all had fucking complexes about it. Yeah, truly. Yeah, it is so much more about like your confidence and your ability to own it and your ability to not care if I wear heels with you than anything else. Truly, and I, I feel like you know they're steeped in the shit too, and they grew up with like people being like short guy, short guy, short guy. But it's like that Sex in the City episode where that guy like has to put on like a like get on a step stool to get to samantha but he's up there and he's doing it and like he's very attractive if you're willing to do it yeah like that's more attractive like right it's the it's the lying and it's the lack of confidence about it like there's that golden girls episode i because i was watching i watched it all the time anyway but then like the marathons were like blanche lies about her granddaughter being her daughter because the guy (laughs) just she just like doesn't correct the guy when he assumes and at the end he's she's like oh you probably don't want to go out with the grandmother and he's like i would have gone out with the grandmother i don't want to go out with the liar yeah it's like and I think I, I wish more people knew that. Like if I were dating on apps, I would have 7,000 pictures of myself. So you can see me at every angle. Exactly what I, I look like. Like if you decide, if we're going to meet up in person, like I'm fine if the app doesn't ding forever, right? Mm-hmm. Fine. But if you decide, if we, if it dings and you're talking to me and we meet up, I don't want to get there and you'd be like, I thought you'd be thinner. No, you fucking didn't. I'm fat. I told you that. So right. like, exactly. <laughs> I want you to know, like, right. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and like, it's not that I don't think I'm like attractive. I am fucking cute. I have been proposed to five times. People hit on me all the fucking time. Damn. But that said, I just want people to understand what they're getting. Exactly. When- I'm not everybody's kind of attractive. And exactly. I want you to be aware of that going into the interaction. Exactly. And so I don't want my feelings hurt and I don't want to waste people's time. And some people totally. who are not as nice as my friend would have yelled at him or like said some mean shit. Or would have left sooner. Like yeah, she you know, would have just coffee. like seen him and been like, fuck you, dude, and bounced. Yeah. And so like, and especially with the thing that women that have an issue when they're dating men, uh, is that men can be dang- physically dangerous to you. And exactly. So, 
imagine if I got there and I don't, I don't, I still don't know him. And he like assaulted me or something or, or got physical with me. Right. No, I want you to know what I look like. And I feel like men that lie about their height and stuff like that. One, either thinks we're stupid or two, it's so. Also, it's one them. thing if you're like 5'10 and you lie that you're six feet, but like yeah. that's a whole, you're like saying like a whole foot difference. Like I'm it's not that stupid. I don't know. I'm not good at math, but I'm not mm-hmm. that not good at math. <laughs> and also people don't like, I don't know my weight at all. Cause I don't weigh myself. And some people like literally don't know, literally don't know their heights. You know what I mean? Like they, they have an idea of what their height is like from, I don't know, the last time they went to a pediatrician or something. Right. And then they're like, yeah, I'm definitely six feet tall. And you measure them. They're like five, 10 are like, no, I'm six feet. I have like a running theory that no man is actually five, nine, five, nine is a fake height. That's just a catch all. If you're below five, 10. I've never met. I don't know if any man has ever actually been five, nine, because I've been way too close in height to them. And I know that I'm not five, nine. Well, maybe I don't fucking know, but yeah, umbrella uh, catch all height. I'm telling you, that's my, that's my conspiracy. All right. So yeah, tell the people where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Sonia Marie says, uh, I do TikToks sometime at no chillery banks and, um, I don't have a podcast anymore, but maybe I can be bullied into making one again. Get a podcast. <laughs> I know. I know. Some of these podcasts like maintenance phase only comes out every other week because that's what they can do. I know. I, I know. I'm just like bad enough at like sitting. I, if I could just, if I was like good, like you at just like like just talking to myself talking <laughs> like I, I can't do that like I have to talk with even if I like I'm steamrolling and like like taking over a whole conversation I need to know that a person will respond <laughs> at some point like I I listen to you and I'm like I wish I could do that like I'm so that sounds shady but I'm being sincere like I wish what you don't I know do that. is that I pause all the time and look behind me because I feel like somebody's creeping up on me every time I do a podcast like I pause I go, wait, is somebody behind me? Is somebody behind me? And then I hit record again. I keep talking. So I'm taking lots of breaks. Like I okay. pause. I'm like, is that a noise? What is that? What is that? Then, <laughs> so that's why it feels that way. But you know what? You don't have to do a podcast. You could do short little TikTok videos about reasons to apologize to Janet, reasons to apologize to so-and-so. Actually, and- my first my first TikTok series that I want to do is um, Mariah Carey, Queen of SAT Words. Um, because she has like these big ass words in her songs and I'm like, mm, why? But I appreciate it, but I look right. Um, what's my favorite? Hold on. Um, in, oh my God. It's in uh it's in a heartbreaker. Um, incessantly. Why? Yeah. I just keep on coming back incessantly. Why? <laughs> I love it. I, it's my favorite Mariah song. I'm obsessed with Mariah Carey, but like why incessantly? Dude, I'm about to follow you on TikTok. I don't even... I barely open the app. I, I haven't, haven't posted it in a while. My big hit was when I talked about uh, how I have two half siblings. It's a whole big mess. And I got really mad at people for it. And then they got mad because I said I wouldn't want to know them if they were Republican. <laughs> it, it was like a whole thing. <laughs> you can watch my TikTok journey. So yeah, I'm on TikTok. No chillery banks. Uh, Thank you, Sonia. Thank you. <laughs> I always have so much fun doing your show. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I have a lot of fun too. Fun. And I'm happy I got you on early because like I said, you're like a scholar of this. You've been oh please been steeped in this. So I really appreciate That's it. That's really embarrassing. Also, can I make a request for a future show for you to yeah. do in a season? Uh Bad Girls Club season two. I love Bad Girls Club. 
It is so hard to fucking find. I'll probably have to watch it on YouTube. I, I was going to say, I did, I, I did not, did not, for legal reasons, find it through a torrent site. Um, <laughs> and there are half hour episodes and, and so it's 20, it's 22 half hour episodes. What? Fucking great. It's, it was a different time. Who's on season two? Is uh, it Tanisha? Tanisha. Tanisha, Tanisha. Cordelia, because I was just thinking about it this morning because in a baby name group where like people make fun of baby names, uh, Genevieve came up. Oh, <laughs> uh, Cordelia, the, who they make fun of her the whole season for being a stripper. Yeah. And not a porn star. Uh, Naveen, uh, Lyric, I think her name was, who like goes to meet with a record producer and he tries to sexually assault her. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. She's like, oh, I'm really excited to make my music. And he's like, what if we hooked up? And she was like, I have to leave. And he was like, what if you didn't? And it's oh really uncomfortable to watch. There's a lot of the show, but it's good. It's a good show. I it's have really to still not entertaining, get on the but, oh my God. too and find this. <laughs> I'll send, I will not send you the torrent site that I didn't find. Um, and, and yeah, enjoy. Uh, I, I would love to do bad girls. Yeah. Yeah. That's my request. <laughs> Thanks, Thank Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.